the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. You think football is fun? Are you ready for some football? Uh, yes. Because I love football. The winning tradition continues. Here I am. This is Manatee Hurricane Football on News Talk 930 WLSS. Here's Dave Bristow. Thank you very much and a pleasant good evening, everyone. We're live from Dr. Phillips High School in Orlando, Florida, where tonight the Manatee Hurricanes on the road to play for a regional championship against Dr. Phillips. Joining me for the Shake Pit pregame show, Danny Carter. Down on the field is Gene Brown. We'll be checking in with him uh, shortly. Eddie Mulock is in North Carolina for a much-deserved Thanksgiving holiday break. And Danny Carter, here we are, round three of the playoffs, and this is when it all starts getting very interesting. Yeah, and I think uh, when we first went into the season, you look at it and say, okay, how far can the Hurricanes get if they get to round three? It's been a very successful season. Yet when you walk around the practice field, these guys aren't going to be satisfied with just stopping here at round three. They got their sights set on getting to the state semifinals next week. And, you know, you look at this team. They come in with a big, big task in front of them. Dr. Phillips, in my opinion, yet has yet to really be challenged outside of going into the playoffs. Two very good teams in Bloomingdale and Plant, which they won. You look at it, they've won 37 consecutive home games here at Bill Spoon Stadium. On the flip side of that, if you believe in karma, five years to the day plus one. It's November 27th, 2009, the last time Dr. Phillips lost here at home. I believe in karma. I do, too. (laughs) (laughs) All right, we're going to take our first time out on our countdown to kickoff, the Shake Pit pregame show. When we return, we'll check in with Gene Brown down on the sidelines. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. With SRN News, I'm Greg Clugston in Washington. Former Baltimore Raven Ray Rice has won an appeal of his indefinite suspension by the NFL. The Players Union says the suspension has been vacated immediately. The appeal was heard earlier this month by former U.S. District Judge Barbara S. Jones. She was deciding whether the NFL overstepped its authority in modifying Rice's two-game suspension, making it indefinite after a video. The Baltimore Ravens running back punching his fiancée, now his wife, became public. SRN's Rich Thomason says Rice was released by the Ravens and the NFL commissioner made the suspension indefinite shortly after that video came out. There's been a deadly attack in Nigeria. Police in the country's second largest city say 35 people were killed after multiple explosions tore through the city's central mosque. 150 others were injured. This is SRN News. 
Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley in Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley in Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley in Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC Subaru. Where we treat you like family. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log on to mulocklaw.com. Did you know that Sleep King Sarasota has the best selection of Nassau memory foam and latex mattresses? Sleep on luxury with the new Simmons Beautyrest, full or queen size, only $4.99. That's right, just $499. Buy a mattress today, sleep on it tonight. Free same-day delivery, even if we have to carry it on our backs. Only at Sleep King, 1901 Hanson Street in Sarasota. Or online at sleepking.net. That's sleepking.net. A cool day today with mostly sunny skies, high 60, then a chilly night, clear with a low 45, sunny and warmer tomorrow, high 70, then clear tomorrow night with a low 54. Sunday, mostly sunny, high 75, then Monday, remaining mostly sunny, high 77. That's your AccuWeather forecast. I'm Kevin Baxter for News Talk 930 WLSS. Welcome back, everyone, to Bill Spoon Stadium on the campus of Orlando Dr. Phillips High School, where tonight the Manatee Hurricanes go for a regional championship against the Dr. Phillips Panthers. And we are on the countdown to kickoff. We've got about 25 minutes to go. And it's going to be a late-arriving crowd for the Manatee Hurricanes just because of the traffic issues that you deal with. When you hit the greater Orlando area, we dealt with them, but we got over here plenty early, and we were able to uh, get everything hooked up early enough. But I know a lot of our fans are stuck out on I-4 right now, Gene, and uh, hopefully they'll get here by kickoff. Yeah, and I think I've talked to our uh, cheerleading bus got here. Our fan bus is here. They left about 4.30, so, you know, they're getting here on time and just get here. They don't want to be here too early anyway because of this cold weather. Uh, it's blowing a little bit from the east to west, and uh, but I don't think it will affect our team play, but I know it is cold down here. Okay, what way is east to west here, Gene? I guess it would be from your left to right, okay. I'm assuming. My left to right. Yeah, yeah. your left yes. to right. Yeah, okay. That's what I'm So basically, yeah, we're running uh, parallel out there with I-4, right, Danny? Sitting exactly yeah. the same way we would at yeah. Hawkins Stadium. And, and, and look, we have uh, Universal Studios off to our right. 
the fireworks should be starting shortly. Hopefully there will be some fireworks tonight for the Hurricanes. Gene, what's the demeanor of the team tonight? Same as usual. We always talk about them being just uh, having uh, the way the program is. We're always businesslike. Being down here on the field, they go through the same format. We stopped at CC's Pizza on the way up, ate dinner, lunch, you know, kind of a late lunch, early dinner, get out here and just kind of ready to play and looking in their eyes. You know, they want to come out here and show that this Orlando area that we still can play football in Manatee. Well, it's the Elite Eight in Class 8A, the largest class in the state of Florida. When we come back, we'll take a look at the other matchups around the state. You're listening to the Shake Pit Countdown to Kickoff. We'll be Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! Well, my love, the Louvre was simply divine, as was the Metropolitan Opera. Whatever shall we do next? Kick the caviar and put some ag back in your culture at the 2015 Manatee County Fair. Enjoy a slice of the real good life with the games, rides, exhibits, and snacks you've come to expect. By the way, you can keep that escargot. I'm going to have me a turkey leg and an elephant ear. Wash it down with a little country music. The Manatee County Fair, January 15th through 25th. Online at manateecountyfair.com. Welcome back to the Countdown to Kickoff, presented by the Shake Pit. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football. We are in the third round of the playoffs, and, boy, you just love it this time of year. We've got a nip in the air here, not nearly the nip that I felt yesterday morning watching the Macy's Day Parade in New York. It was frigid up there. But, hey, the the cheerleaders went up there. The Sugar Canes were there. They did a great job. Uh, You you saw them on... uh, locally on Channel 8, and it was a great trip, and uh, they're trying to get back here to cheer tonight. They're stuck in some traffic because they had a late flight from New York, but um, those the senior captains, uh, they'll be here shortly. So, uh, Danny, we are set to go tonight, and, you know, if you look around the state, some very, very intriguing matchups. Uh, we are playing Dr. Phillips here. Dr. Phillips 12-0, and 0, the Hurricanes 11-1. and 1. Now, in the north half 
of the northern part of the bracket. We have First Coast 12 and 0 against Apopka 8 and 4. Don't let that record mean too much for Apopka. No, not at all. I mean that that's a very deceiving record. Apopka has probably been playing her best football over the last 4 weeks of the season uh, coming into this playoff run and then last week just absolutely dismantled West Orange. Yes, they did. And that's a team that beat them during the regular season. And so they are the runner-up. They're on the road up at First Coast. Now, some people think that if Manatee wins and Apopka wins, that we will host a game. That's absolutely incorrect. Um, You know, it it was in uh, one of the local papers that that was the case, but that is not the case. The state semifinals are predetermined, and it doesn't matter. Just like uh, several years ago when we were the runner-up, Aquinas had to come to Bradenton, and that's the year that we upset Aquinas. Uh, the game's down to the south of us. You've got West Palm Beach, Wellington, an 11-1 and playing Flanagan. Flanagan, really a surprise team this year, 12-0, and Danny, and they're playing great football. Yeah, they are. Wellington's only played like three playoff games. I think this will be their third in the history of the school. So for them, this has been an unbelievable season for them, but they run into an absolute juggernaut there in Flanagan. Flanagan's been nationally ranked throughout the year. I expect them to come out and have their way with Wellington tonight. Columbus will take on Miami Killian. A couple of powers over the years. Uh, Killian, of course, we're familiar with that team. They're 12-0 and this year. And, boy, if you pencil it out, I would probably say Killian and Flanagan, but I wouldn't be surprised if, if anyone comes out of that uh, southern bracket of the four left. I, I agree with you except for Flanagan. I think Flanagan is the odds-on favorite to come out of that half up there and win their football game, whether or not they can get the next one. I don't know. Of course, they should be at home in that particular game. If they win, they're going to get Killian or they're going to get Columbus at the house. Gene, it's interesting. If the Hurricanes could win tonight and First Coast wins, it would be a rematch of when we played Jacksonville First Coast and really put a walloping on that team. And they're already talking, we want Manatee. Yeah, and very rarely four years later do you have any players the same. And, of course, for First Coast, they have the quarterback that holds all the state records now in passing. And you know he wants to play Manatee because his freshman year, we dismantled them 40 to nothing. And you know he wants to play us. If we're playing, I don't care where we are, we're just going to be playing. Yeah, exactly. I don't care if we have to drive Danny to Jacksonville, come back up here to the Orlando area. It doesn't matter. You just want to be playing football next week. Yes, win, baby. That's it. Jimmy Valvano said it best. Now, taking a look at the opponents of this team that we call the Panthers, last week they beat another Panther team from Tampa Plant. That's by far their most impressive win of the year. Anytime you knock off Tampa Plant, boy, that is a great win. They won that game 24-10. They beat Bloomingdale in the first round. That's John Boo's former team, of course. That was a game, Danny, a 24-21 final, but Bloomingdale, they were right there. Yeah, Bloomingdale had a chance to win that game. They actually took advantage of a couple of miscues by Bloomingdale to put themselves in position to win the game and take it away late in the football game. So uh, two totally different football games in the playoffs for them. Bloomingdale, they had to fight from behind to come back and win. And against Plant, they had the lead from the onset, pretty much held on, did their you know thing. They actually got the score 17-10, did Plant, and then a kickoff return by Duquan Isom that sealed the game. Yeah, he's a guy to watch tonight. He is an outstanding running back and kick returner. Now, the Hurricanes knocked off Fort Pierce Central in the first round, 28-20, then blitzed Vero Beach last week, 47-28. That sets up tonight's showdown. 
It's the regional championship from Orlando, Dr. Phillips High School. When we return, you'll hear from Manatee head football coach John Booth. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to galatiyachts.com. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-price leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. The stock market doesn't come with instructions. How can average investors learn how to make above-average returns? Listen to Best Stocks Now with Bill Gunderson. Weekday mornings at 11. Investors trust Bill with hundreds of millions under management. Bill's unique analysis pinpoints the best stocks now and is featured in MarketWatch and TheStreet.com. Now, Bill's national radio show has come to Sarasota. Join me, Bill Gunderson, for the Best Stocks Now, weekdays at 11 here on 930 WLSS. Along with Manatee head football coach John Booth, this is Dave Bristow. Tonight, the Hurricanes in the regional championship on the road to take on Orlando Dr. Phillips. John, before we talk about tonight's huge game, let's look back at the big win over Vero last week. Boy, a hard-fought game. You pulled away and uh, got a big win. Talk a little bit about what you were able to do. Over 400 yards on the ground. That's incredible. Yeah, we uh, we saw a defensive front that uh, that we liked with with our zone run scheme, and and uh, early on in the game we we were getting some some nice pulls and, and runs with Sloan, and so we said, well, let's see what we can do if we have Johnny back there, and uh, see if we can get those ten yard runs into maybe some twenty twenty five yard runs. Um, and uh, so we we put Johnny back at the Wildcat and, and Octavius in there, and and they continue to still key on Johnny and he did such a great job of being patient uh, and really unselfish with that and making the correct reads and and, uh, Octavius just had a a breakout night. John you went into halftime trailing now you knew that they got the football you needed to get that stop after that everything just kind of fell in place didn't it? Yeah it did we you know we came in the half we gave up um, a couple big plays some penalties extended drives that they ended up scoring off of and so you know I I liked what I liked even though we were 
we were, even though we were down, I liked the position that we were in. Um, but we, uh, you know, we said, let's just stay the course. We don't necessarily need to change anything. We came in at halftime and, and kind of talked about what was working. And, and really, it was, it was our Wildcat package with, with Johnny and Octavius. And, um, you know, said, let's not beat our heads against the, the wall. If that's what's working, let's continue to do that. Um, and I really liked the way our offensive staff handled that, where, you know, most uh, most of the time, offenses don't want to nickel and dime it and stay that patient. Um, but you know, they they didn't make a whole lot of adjustments to what we were doing um, with that play, and and um, you know, we really just kind of ran the same play over and over again, and uh, you know, it worked for us. Now it's on to yet another undefeated team. Boy, it seems like every week we're playing an undefeated team. Um, what about this Dr. Phillips squad? Uh, what have you seen from them on film, and what concerns you? Well, they're they're really athletic. They've got great size, and um, you know they fly around to the football um, defensively. Um, they've got an aggressive secondary, um, you know, and so we're gonna have to uh, we're gonna have to be physical, and um, you know, make sure that um, we're doing the uh, necessary things that we can do um, on both sides of you know both sides of the line, offensively and defensively, and and uh, match their physicalness and um, and execute. Yeah, you got to go on the road. We've been home for the first two playoff games, but, boy, it's not like we haven't been on the road before, right? Uh, do you feel pretty comfortable traveling now? Yeah, um, I think our kids handle it well. And, um, you know, we, one of the things we said is if we want to play in the state game, that's on the road too. So we've got to learn to, uh, to, to win on the road in the postseason. And, and uh, you know, this is kind of a tricky week just because we've got, uh, you know, Thanksgiving holiday and the kids are out of school. And, and one of the things that uh, I'm stressed with them this week is just, uh, you know, being able to overcome some of that adversity and be able to react to some of that adversity and, and overcome and, and play uh, play through it. And so um, the change of routine with not being in school and we had some weather this week uh, for practice, and it just, um, you know, one, something else that we kind of have to, to work through. But uh, I'm, I'm confident in that, and, and um, our kids, uh, you know, kids do well playing on the road. Now, are you planning on using a lot of Wildcat tonight, or it's something that you're just going to, you know, take a look at what they're doing defensively and adjust accordingly? Well, yeah, that's that's something that we we've got in the toolbox. Um, you know, it wasn't really something that we it was a high priority going into the Vero uh, Vero Beach game, but um, we, we we certainly have it. Um, and um, you know, but uh, also know that uh, Dr. Phillips has seen the film, and and they're probably preparing for that too. So, um, the, the the nice thing is we've got some other weapons that um, you know if they're going to take one thing away in our run game with with Johnny and Octavius uh, we've got some guys on the perimeter that can can do some things too so uh, we've just got to see what they uh, what they're trying to take away and and uh, attack a different area and, and if they make adjustments then that might open up you know something up the middle or you know something with our run game and you had Johnny slinging it around a little bit. He completed a couple of passes. He did. You know, Johnny. I mean, just goes, goes kind of goes with uh, what great, how great of an athlete he is. But um, you know, he can throw the ball, and and that's one of the things on that uh, that particular package is that if they're going to close in on his second level read, he's going to have to get the ball out to the perimeter. And so uh, he does a great job with that. Um, Tonight, Dr. Phillips, um, what they've shown is some different things with um, you know their coverage where it'll look. You know, like they'll give us the bubble throw, um, you know, at the snap, you know, kind of pre-snap read. And so if he, uh, you know, if he's able to, to get that out, look for Johnny to, to kind of sling it out early. 
health-wise, we in good shape? Yeah, everybody made it through. We still, you know, got our, our guys that have, you know, been nicked up the last couple of weeks and Bernard Shaw and Zach State and, and um, you know, but those guys have been practicing and, and uh, we're looking for them to go. Good luck tonight, John. Thank you. Manatee head football coach John Booth will continue with more on the Shake Pit pregame show. But first, we'll take this time out. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick GMC and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick GMC Subaru, where we treat you like family. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School in Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. We interrupt this important commercial announcement with an important commercial announcement. Vegetables are loose and roaming around your house. No, pal, you got it all wrong. I'm Bob the Tomato. And I'm Larry the Cucumber. And we're the stars of Veggie Tales in the House. Veggie Tales, eh? The brand new original series with stories, songs, and Bible-based life lessons. It's our new Netflix original series, November 26th. So I guess you could say kids will be begging for veggies. Tune in to Veggie Tales in the House. Hey, who's that announcer? Have you replaced me already? A Netflix original series available now. Vegetables not included. You've heard of Black Friday doorbuster deals. Well, don't miss Lumber Liquidators floorbuster deals. Get incredible discounts on your favorite floors at one-time only prices. There's never been a better time to get a great deal on pre-finished hardwoods, hand-scraped hardwoods, gorgeous bamboo, top-quality laminates, and get 26-month special financing. Plus, get even more floorbuster discounts in our stores. The sale ends Tuesday, so these deals will not wait until after the holidays. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. Welcome back, everyone, to Orlando Dr. Phillips High School, Bill Spoon Stadium, where tonight Dr. Phillips entertains our Manatee Hurricanes for the Region 2 Championship, the winner advancing to the state semifinals next week. We'll check back in with Gene Brown down on the sidelines. Gene, uh, unusual week of practice for the Hurricanes because there was no school the entire week. And uh, in some inclement weather early in the week, so a little bit different this week. Yeah, and one of the days they had to practice in the gym and do different things. Uh, but you know what? That's a good thing that there was no school because then they were able to plan around that instead of have to worry with the schooling going on and getting the kids there at, at uh, late at night. Um, obviously, though, the most important Thanksgiving Day went great. Deb Crow did a great job. Obviously, you hear about her at Shake Pit, but also fed the team. I think each player got about 22 pancakes to eat and just enjoyed it and sausages and great job by our DeSoto crew that came out and uh, volunteered their time and the fans. It's just fun on Thanksgiving morning. Last year we missed that. Yeah, Gene, I want to you know say thank you as well to uh, Miss Crow. That was a great job and and you, the DeSoto crew, and everybody that was involved with it. Uh, I, I think it makes everybody feel good when you're out there and you're supporting your team and you know the kids love it. That's the best part about it. They love every minute of it. 
Lord knows, I don't know how they ate anything when they got home, but good grief, they <laughs> yeah. ate plenty while they were there. They did, and that that's the fun part about being out there and just seeing the camaraderie. And, you know, it does build because they go through their normal time on Thursday as far as about an hour of practice, walkthroughs and that, but it's just at 9 to 10 so they can get home and eat with their families. And, and you know, we really we take it all for granted, most of us. Some of these kids, that may have been the best meal they had yesterday. Well, Gene, we're just minutes away from uh, getting to this kickoff. They're going to do the national anthem here shortly. We'll take our final break. We'll come back with a coin toss and tonight's kickoff. You're listening to the Shake Pit pregame show. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. Welcome back to the Shake Pit pregame show as we wind things down here in the pregame activities. The National Anthem has just concluded. And a quick little reminder, everybody, the rights to this broadcast of this region final game in the 2014 FHSA Class 8A Football Championships have been granted to WLSS 930 by the Florida High School Athletic Association. It is intended solely for the enjoyment of our listening audience. Any rebroadcast, retransmission, or other use of this broadcast without the express written consent of the Florida High School Athletic Association is prohibited. Well, we got both captains lining up on each sideline right now. The Hurricanes will be in white tonight. And Dr. Phillips looks to be like a navy blue and i can tell you from our vantage point up here we are way up and way away from this football field Uh, in a few minutes we'll have gene out there with the head referee as we do the coin toss but in the meantime i'll bring you up to date on a couple of the players for dr phillips we're going to keep a close eye on tonight rudy norwood the quarterback for dr phillips he comes into this game completing roughly 50 percent of his passes on the year He's a six foot three, one hundred and ninety pound quarterback. Good looking specimen. He's a senior out there. He's thrown eighty four times or completed eighty four of one hundred sixty five passes for one thousand two hundred twenty five yards, sixteen touchdowns, six interceptions on the offense as far as running the football. It's going to be Daquan Isom, a senior running back 
156 attempts, 1,292 yards on the ground, average 8.3. His long in the year, 99 yards and 17 touchdowns. He's 5'9", 170 pounds. He'll also be flanked in the backfield from time to time. His spelling will be Jalon Hamer, a running back senior, 95 pounds. All right, 95 pounds, 5'9", 215 pounds, 95 carries, 544 yards and six touchdowns. Let's take it down for tonight's uh, coin toss with Gene. Gene? All right, Danny, get ready to start here. This far, let me introduce the umpire. That's Mr. Chad Cutcom. And my name is Mr. George Malikos. I'm the referee. We got blue, we got white. Ted's. Tails. Heads, tails, okay? You're the speaker, right? I'm going to throw it up in the air. If I drop it, I'll throw it again. What do you gotcha. call it? Tails. He calls tails. It is tails. The first to the second half. White has won the toss. And All right, as you see there, Danny, we have won the toss and deferred to the second half. So you would think that we're going to see what our defense can do, and I agree with that. Uh, we are a defensive team this year. Let's see what we can do to shut them down quick. Yeah, they're going to be the heart and soul of this team has been the defense. We know all about Manatee's offense. Johnny Lang last week was Octavius James getting involved in the action as well. And the defense is going to be tested early. Dr. Phillips averaging 36 points per game. They get off to a quick start. With that said, I'll bring in the voice of the Hurricanes, and we'll continue to break this down a little bit more. Dave Bristow. Thanks a lot, Danny Carter. Yeah, we're just a couple minutes away from kickoff as the Hurricanes rush out onto the field. I want to remind everyone that all of our best plays of the game will be brought to you by Manatee Memorial Hospital's Emergency Services. Manatee Memorial has you covered 24-7. Also, all of our game statistics brought to you by CSNL CPAs, numbers you can count on. Go to CSLCPA.com for details. So we are just uh, just a couple moments away here. and Well, you know, if you look at this game on paper, it looks pretty darn even, and Pinkos, who does the uh, the odds on these games for high school, he has Manatee by one point. <laughs> I, I think it's pretty much a pick em. I mean, if you look at it and the way they line up, that's what you say. You go to Buddy Collins, another guy well-renowned throughout the state as far as Florida high school athletics goes, keeps up with all the, the records and everything else. He's picking Dr. Phillips in this game by four. Our local guys back home are taking Manatee in both. Yeah, so uh, expect a very close game if you're driving around the Bradenton, Sarasota area, uh, just kick back and uh, enjoy the broadcast. You can get home and catch us on the Internet. And this game is being broadcast on Bright House Sports Network, one of our sponsors. And uh, you can also tune into the game on Bright House, turn down the sound, and listen to us. But uh, that's uh, Witness Awesome, Bright House Sports Network. So they've got... What's happening, Danny, is they've got a game on in the Tampa Bay region. They've got a game on here, but they are picking the game up at home on an alternate channel. Right, yeah, 1197 on the other one. 1147 is that Armwood-Gainesville game. You know, I'm, I'm not surprised that Manatee is elected to defer. You know, most teams win the kick. They do it. They're going to go on defense first. And I'm looking out there. The flag standing straight out. It's going to be at the back of our kicker here to start this off. Hopefully we can get it into the end zone and keep the ball out of the hands of the Quam Isom on this kickoff. Yeah, Nick Knowles just been doing a great job all week. And right now, Gene, what's the wind like? Yeah, it's actually picked up a little bit. And like Danny said, we're going to have the wind to our back kicking off. And, you know, obviously what he's done all year, if he gets into it, he'll kick it into the end zone. Uh, we don't. This field, you know, we look on it at Google Earth, it almost looked like field turf at a time. Uh, it's in great shape. It's a little soggy on each uh, numbers area. And it's got a very, very big arch in the middle compared to any other fields we've played on this year. 
And that's what I, you know, I hope that, uh, you know, throwing the ball may be affected a little bit, but running, like uh, one of the players said earlier, run down towards the sidelines, be going downhill a long way. All right. Rodney Wells, the head coach for Dr. Phillips. He's done a great job. Hadn't been here that long, Danny, but he's racking up some wins. Yeah, he's already he took over. I think last week's win put him on top of all uh, coaches here as far as the most wins. I think it was number 47, if I remember correctly. So 47 wins here at Dr. Phillips. Dr. Phillips riding again, a 37-game home win streak here. Last time they lost here, November 27, 2009, against Apopka. 58-52 game that went five overtime. <laughs> we, we've had some crazy games with Apopka over the years also. And uh, let's hope uh, – we get to take on a Popka again or Jacksonville First Coast because the winner tonight will play the winner of that football game next week in the state semifinals. We've got a good crowd here tonight, but I'll tell you, we're going to have more people here, no doubt about it. A lot of people stuck out on I-4 as the traffic uh, just really bad on this Black Friday with a lot of people out doing shopping, and there's so many outlet malls around here that it gets backed up in a hurry. They're everywhere. <laughs> I don't care where you go. Every time you look around, every parking lot was jammed up, people spilling over all over the place. I was like, ah, Gene wanted to stop and shop, and I said, I just Oh, come on. Yeah. <laughs> a pair of uh, well, Under Armour shoes, you know, you can't find them everywhere. Well, Gene, we saw a great football game. Lee on Allen and Western Kentucky upset Marshall. Marshall is no longer undefeated, and Leon had over 200 yards today. And the Western Kentucky coach went for two in overtime, a gutsy call, and they get the win on the road. Yeah, that was a great great game to watch and fun. You know, we got to see the second half, and Western Kentucky dominated early, but then Marshall came back, and they pulled it off. Now, these TV timeouts, if you're listening on the radio, obviously not sure what's going on, but there's going to be several TV timeouts as you get going. So... Nick Knoll has it teed up. Again, Manatee in their road uniforms, white jerseys, red pants with red helmets and red numbers. All Navy for Dr. Phillips with Navy helmets and white numbers. Isom is back deep for the Dr. Phillips team. He had a 98-yard return last week, Daquan Isom, 5'9", 170. He is on the far side. Hopefully he will not touch the football here. Nick Knoll. Will be kicking off Alvin Bryant, also back deep. He is a backup running back. He's on the near side. Noel has done a great job. About 65% of his kicks going into the end zone this year. And here's Noel's kick. It's a long kick that will go into the end zone about five yards deep. So Dr. Phillips will have it first and 10 at their 20-yard line. Let's set the Manatee defense. The front four, the ends, Quanzi Jackson and Matt Mackey at tackle, Delvin Mays and Malik Mills. The inside linebackers, Jamar Gaskin and leading tackler, Nashawn Smith. On the outside, Trevon Rumpf, Antonio Henderson. The cornerbacks, George Woody and Joe Robinson with Jarkevious Laughlin getting plenty of playing time. The free safety is Jamarian McDonald. Rudy Norwood is the quarterback. Norwood a senior, 6'3", 190. He's thrown for... 1,225 yards, 51% completion rate on the year. He is in the shotgun with Isom on his near side. First down, they throw early. They complete it to the 20, to the 20, 
three-yard line, maybe the 22. Jamar Gaskin on the stop. Wait and see where they spot it on the far side. But good defense early on by the Hurricanes. That's a two-yard pickup. Just a quick little bubble screen to the out. He picks up a couple of yards. Norwood out of the shotgun. Norwood will give it off to the running back, Isom, and he gets a little hole across the 25, and the Hurricanes hit him and knock him back. Uh, He crossed the 25 and got to about the 29. Antonio Henderson on the stop. He'll be short of the first down. It'll be third and one. That's a seven-yard pickup. Norwood, again, running out of the shotgun. Canes stacked the line of scrimmage. Now Norwood is coming up maybe under center. Now he drops back. Again, it's third down and inches, and Norwood will just run it straight ahead for the first down. He powers to about the 34-yard line before a host of Hurricanes are there to stop him, but it'll be first down and 10. Yeah, nothing little, nothing fancy about that one. You see, it went off the left side there. So the first down now, Dr. Phillips, Dave, yeah, there's nothing fancy. They just run in their typical play. They're going to run inside and try and stay between the tackles most of the night. Yeah, they like to run the football, averaging 243 yards a game rushing. But uh, this time it's a little draw play, and across the 35 to the 39-yard line goes Isom Henderson on the stop. But a draw play picks up five. It'll be second down and five. We're just underway from Dr. Phillips High School, Bill Spoon Stadium. Dr. Phillips started this drive at their own 20. They're out to the 39 where it's second and five. Norwood takes the snap again, gives it to Isom. Isom is met, but he keeps driving those legs, and he is short of the first down on the right side. There is a flag on the play, too. Wait and see what that's all about. My flag came down in the area of, of what it would be holding, but then again, at the same time, not real sure. I mean, when you see it tossed in that late, as he bounced to the outside so far away, I don't know if they got a handle a face mask or not. It's going to be a hold, so that's the first big penalty of the night going against Dr. Phillips. And let me tell everyone that this stadium is dark. <laughs> it's, there, it's, it's not real easy to see. We are sitting way back. And the lighting here is just not great. So it'll be second down and 12 after the penalty assessed against the Panthers. Norwood is in the backfield with nobody else. Norwood wants to throw. He looks, he looks, he fires. It's incomplete. Overthrew his intended receiver at the 35. Henderson was there. Yeah, that pass was intended for Alvin Bryant. The pass was just done. It was still a little high. Didn't have much of an opportunity to bring that one down. So, Danny, they got to put some pressure on Norwood here, and he can scramble. It's third down and 12. Out of the shotgun with Isom, the lone setback. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Norwood running out of the pocket, now flips it downfield, and it's incomplete. He basically just threw it away. He was under pressure. And early on, Manatee gets the stop. That's huge. Yeah, it's so dark, he pumped fake the first one. I never even saw it. I was like, <laughs> wait a minute. And then he turns around and throws it out of bounds. Good job. That time it was just a design rollout to his left. Good coverage down the field. Didn't allow anybody to get away. Schaefer on to punt for Dr. Phillips McKnight back deep. 
Kelvin stands at about the 38. And it's a good snap. He gets it off, and McKnight calls for a fair catch, and he makes it at the 36. Again, with this lighting, that's not an easy play. No, it's not. It was a high, deep kick. I mean, it, it didn't carry real long. A good wind knocked it back down, but that's good starting position for the Manatee Hurricanes. Well, Gene, so far so good. Get the stop, and now the offense goes to work. Yeah, and, and it was funny on that. You know, you guys are up there way up in the box and the skylights, and uh, – Isom was only in on two plays on that. It looks number three and five look similar, but I was surprised he wasn't in more. Drummonds will start at quarterback for the Hurricanes. Johnny Lang, the running back. And the throw out to the far side to Price. Price catches it and advances it across the 45. And we'll wait and see where he was knocked out of bounds. But a good play on first down as Sloan faked it to Johnny Lang and hits Cavius Price. And they are marking it. Out of bounds after a five-yard pickup. I thought he got a little bit more, but they say he went out of bounds at the 41, so it's second down and five. Nevertheless, a good pickup on first down. Drummond's running out of the shotgun, lying the setback, and Johnny will get it. He is trying to break a tackle. He gets to the 40, the 45, and he is knocked out of bounds across the 50 at the 48-yard line. A great run by Johnny Lang, 11 yards, and he broke a tackle initially that would have been a loss. Yeah, that time he goes off the right-hand side, and everything just got stacked up. He bounced himself out, came around, and actually his lead blocker was Sloan Drummond coming out there. So Sloan was kind of leading the way for him until he passed him up, picks up the first down and more. All right, the Hurricanes driving left to right in Panther territory. First and 10. At the Dr. Phillips, 48. Drummond's out of the gun. Two receivers to either side. Drummond's wants to throw. He fires it. It's complete to Isaiah Goldie. Goldie gets it to about the 44. And that'll be uh, about a three, maybe four-yard pickup. Just a quick hitter to Isaiah. That's as good as a run. I watch it uh, Sunday watching the Eagles. They do the same type of thing. It's just a, it's as good as a run right there, a good positive three, four-yard pickup. Yeah, give him four. It's second and six. Manatee sends three receivers to the right, one to the left. Pistol formation. Drummonds will run the option, and he will turn it upfield. Drummonds to the 40, and I believe he has the first down. He's right on the marker at the 38-yard line. It may be a little short. Didn't get a great spot, I didn't think. Now they're going to call it third down. He's, he's very, very he's within a football, I think, of the first down. And that one, though, was a good read by Sloan. He got out there to the outside, and two guys bit on Johnny to the outside. He turned it up the field. Johnny Lang at quarterback. Octavius James at running back on third and short. And James gets the call. He powers ahead to the 35-yard line. Good enough for the first down, a four-yard pickup. First down and 10 for the Hurricanes. He needed one, got four right there. That was just quick right off the left side of the the, uh, center right there. Good job by that front five. And we'll set that offensive line after this play. This has been kind of a fast-moving drive here. Lang remains in the game at quarterback. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. James the running back as James will get it again, and he gets to the 33 a couple of yards. It'll be second and eight. Sloan Drummond and Johnny Lang alternated quarterback, and Lang and Octavius James at running back. Zach Staten is the blocking back. The receivers for the Hurricanes, Cavius Price, Kelvin McKnight, 
and Isaiah Goldie. From left to right on the offensive line, Luke Clifton, Bernard Shaw, Josh Carden is the center. On the right side, Bradley Stickler and Sam Kuva. It's second down and eight. We're scoreless, 7.40 to go in the first quarter. Line of scrimmage now, the 33 of Dr. Phillips. Lang remains in the game at quarterback. Johnny will keep it to the left side, and Johnny breaks a couple tackles across the 30 to the 27-yard line. That's a six-yard gain. Pretty close to another first down. He'll be short by a couple of yards. So it'll be third and a long, well, not really a long two, third and just two. Right on two right there. Third and two. Lang will remain in the game at quarterback. Pistol formation. Octavius James, the running back. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Johnny takes the snap. Johnny's going to throw. Throws it out to Cavius, and they say it hit the ground. They say it hit the ground at the 30-yard line. He just fired it out to Cavius, and that's too bad because Cavius was getting to the outside and had a lot of room. Well, in this situation, too, now you're sitting the ball's on the 27. And now you're in a position to you actually go for the field goal, which I'd be setting you up with the long. Even though the wind's at your back, I think you go for it right here. Yeah, Drummond's has checked in the game at quarterback. Lang in the pistol formation behind Sloan. Fourth down and two for the Canes. Drummond's with a long count. Drummond's wants to throw. He fires it out. It's complete to the 25, to the 20, to the 15 goes Isaiah Goldie. It's first and 10 for the Hurricanes. Drummond's fired it out to Goldie, and Isaiah got 12. Right, it's the same play that we just ran with Johnny. They're seeing something up top. They know they recognize guys are playing off. If you come up and you press it, now you can take it a little bit deeper. But they played off. They get it out to him real quick. It was a great job on, on Isaiah's part to read, hey, kick it to the outside. The guy was coming up to make the tackle. I think we got a water break. Yep. We'll take a 30-second timeout. We're scoreless, but Manatee is driving. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. 930 WLSS. One of our sponsors for Hurricane Football, Gator Air Conditioning and Plumbing. Gator Air and Plumbing is home of the stress-free service call. They're the winner of the 2014 Small Business of the Year Award. They offer service, repair, installation of AC systems. And now, once again, Gator Air is Gator Air and Plumbing. Go to GatorAC.com for more information. The Hurricanes are in the Chuck Brown Wells Fargo Financial Advisor Red Zone. Former Hurricane Chuck Brown will take care of all your financial planning. To find out what Chuck can do for you, visit wellsfargoadvisors.com. You know what? We come into this game uh, fairly injury-free, Danny, and that's huge at this time of the year. And All injury reports are brought to you by Request Physical Therapy. Former Hurricane John Walls will make sure you stay in the game. Request has four area locations to better serve you. Check them out at requestpt.com. Jamari McDonald has been bothered a little bit uh, by an ankle and um, Matt Mackey Mackey with an Achilles. But both playing tonight. And right now, Gene, uh, the Manatee offense looks pretty sharp. Yeah, they do. And, uh, you know, getting used to this field, as you guys can see, it's getting chewed up up there. And uh, 
we've had a couple of plays where Johnny might have been able to keep his feet, but once he hit the soft spot. But overall, I mean, just keep playing this game plan. And, you know, what did they prepare for? Johnny, Octavius, or Sloan Drummond getting the ball around. And it'll be interesting to uh, to see how we can finish this drive and then kick right back to him and stop him again. Yeah, I need to punch this thing in. It's first down and 10 for the Hurricanes at the Panther 15-yard line. Manatee driving left to right here in the first quarter, 6.47 to go. We are scoreless. Sloan Drummond's. Has three receivers to the left, one to the right. Pistol formation with Johnny Lang. Ball on the near side, hash mark. Drummonds will give off to Johnny. Johnny fighting for some tough yards to the 12-yard line. That's a three-yard gain by Johnny Lang. It'll be second down and seven. One of the things I noticed down here, and I've noticed it early when they're warming up, is they have tremendous team speed. And, you know, three yards is a good pickup with their speed. Johnny Lang at quarterback. Lang will give off to Octavius, but, boy, he is het and uh, driven down. No gain on the play. Maybe a loss of a yard back to the 13. So it'll be third down and eight. No hole there, guys. Nah, their front four won that battle right there. They just kind of split the gaps and came up. There's nowhere for Octavius to run. They're going to spot it closer to the 14-yard line, so it'll be third and long now. Drummonds is in the game, and we've got a timeout on the field by Dr. Phillips. They want to talk it over here. Manatee faced with a third and long. We'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane Football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748 for more information, log on to mulocklaw.com. 9.30 WLSS. With Danny Carter and Gene Brown, this is Dave Bristow, Phil Dudevois. With all of our statistics and spotting tonight, the Hurricanes will have it third down and nine. What do you dial up here, Danny? I think you got to, first of all, you check your guys as the receivers. Where are they going to play? Are they going to play off? Are they going to play in? And I think you got something to the corner if you want to go after it right here. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Drummond's out of the shotgun. Drummond's wants to throw. He throws it down over the middle. It is caught for a touchdown to Kelvin McKnight. Wow. Right through the hands of the defender. Now, I said from here it looked like it went through his hands. Gene, it's right in front of you, buddy. Yeah, he tapped it, and McKnight kept concentration, caught it, and just went right through there. It was a great read. Their defensive back just got enough of on it, but... Enough to tip right it to Calvin's hands. And Calvin did a great job at concentrating and then just turning the corner and getting it in the end zone. So huge, big break for us first. Yeah, incredible, Gene. It's hard for us to see. I thought it was tipped, but I knew it was caught by McKnight. He took it in for a 13-yard touchdown pass. And now the extra point attempt by Nick Knoll is up and good. So the Canes take an early 7-0 lead. We will keep it right here. That was a 12-play, 64-yard drive. A 13-yard touchdown pass. Sloan Drummonds to Kelvin McKnight 
All of our scoring recaps brought to you by Buccaneer Pond. Whether you're buying or selling, you need to visit Buccaneer Pond with locations in Bradenton and Sarasota for Sloan Drummond's, his eighth touchdown pass of the year. For Kelvin McKnight, his seventh reception of the year. Hey, just what you want to do on your opening drive. You take it down, you got to get points. Whether it's three, whether it's seven, they got points on the board. A good 64-yard drive when things seem to be kind of fizzling out around the 15. Sloan comes up with a great pass right there, even though it's through the hands. But you know what? Great concentration by Kelvin McKnight to secure the ball, turn it up, get into the end zone. Huge, Danny, on the road to get the first score, especially when you kick off. So Nick Noll will be kicking off left to right. Isom and Bryant deep for the Panthers. Isom is on the far side. Bryant to the near side, and once again, into the end zone and out of the end zone. Nick Knoll, great kick, and the Panthers will have it at the 20-yard line. Well, now we check and see, you know, the defense just came off a good stop, a nice rest over there. The offense, a, a really 12 plays, a nice long drive, eats up some of the clock at the same time. Now the defense fresh, comes back out, see if they got away. Going to have to stop Isom. He's going to get his yards. I'm almost to the point where you just go ahead and concede 100 to him on the night and say, okay, let's stop all the big plays. He's 5'9", 170. He'll line up in the pistol behind quarterback Rudy Norwood. First and 10, and it's Isom getting the call, and he is dropped at the line of scrimmage, maybe squirmed ahead for a yard. Antonio Henderson on the stop. It'll be second and nine. Yeah, Henderson on that stop. Nation Smith also knifing in from the linebacking position. Second down and nine. Hurry up offense by Norwood and company. Norwood takes a snap and again gives it to Isom. Isom is smacked at the 22 and driven down. Pickup of only a yard. It'll be third and eight. Again, Antonio Henderson was leading the way. Boy, these linebackers for the Canes, they don't like being called linebackers. Henderson and Rumpf, they're strong safeties, outside backers. They've done a great job along with Nashon Smith and Jamar Gaskin, the inside backers. Norwood on third down and long. Norwood looks over. They're holding a card up on the sidelines. He has a receiver split to either side, a wing to the right, and a running back right behind him. Norwood wants to throw. He fires it down, and it's incomplete. Boy, that ball was way high. And it was George Woody and Henderson on the coverage. The intended receiver was Antonio Wyatt, but that ball was overthrown. Yeah, good job. Hurricane defense right there. Antonio Henderson drops back into the throwing lane, had to force the ball to go higher, and then George Woody just broke on it at the right time, comes across and deflects the ball out of bounds. That ball wouldn't have been thrown high. We would have intercepted it. And, guys, watch the punter here. He's only about 11 yards away. If we can put some pressure on him, we might be able to get one tonight. Ethan Schaefer stands at about the 10. Kelvin McKnight back to return this punt as Schaefer Gets a punt off that is a very short punt that hits and goes out of bounds on the Dr. Phillips side of the field. Wow, they'll mark it out at about the 47. Manatee will have great field position once again. Excellent field position starting off from the Panther side of the football field. And again, as Gene called it, there was some pressure right up the middle right there. Had to force him to really kick it. Yeah, it was Jamar Gaskin putting the pressure on. And you know what? They, They want to keep the ball away from Kelvin McKnight. No doubt about it. And that's a good game plan, but that punt didn't go very far, and the Canes will drive start 
on the 47-yard line of Dr. Phillips. Sloan Drummond's at quarterback out of the shotgun. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. And Johnny gets the call across the 45. Johnny to the eh, about the 45 where he's taken down. They may give him forward progress to the 44. That'll be about a three-yard pickup. He almost got out of there. Yeah, they close. As Gene said, they close quick on defense. I noticed that on film. If there's one thing about them, it might be the quickest team I've seen so far. And when you watch film, it's hard to tell how fast teams really are. This is the first one that's really stood out to me to being quick. Second and seven, two receivers to the right, one to the left. Drummond's at quarterback. Sloan will give off to Johnny, and he drives ahead to the 42, picked up a couple. That's going to set up a third and five. You know, watching film last week of the plant game, and you'll see some things. The, the outside passes were there. Culpepper just didn't hit them. The ones that were really open were things in the middle portion of the field. They leave a lot of guys. You can get some crossing routes and get some guys open across the middle portion of this field. Third and five. Drummonds remains the quarterback. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Lang is the running back. Third and five for the Canes. Sloan wants to throw. He's got a lot of time. He'll fire it deep to the far side. It's incomplete. Wow. Incomplete at the 12-yard line. That was McKnight, the intended receiver, and it was almost there. Yeah, he just didn't lead it quite far enough. Good defensive play, though. He was right there with him, try for try. Ball's a little bit deeper. I think Kelvin can run underneath it and get it. That one just to be a, a hair short. And Generally, those are some of the best, best passes that Sloan will make is the deep ball. That wasn't a bad throw, just not quite enough on it. But he just barely missed it, though. And Nick Noel will have to punt now on fourth down and five. Manatee wasting great opportunity here with good field position. Let's see if Noel can pin him deep. Nick gets a high punt. He averages 36, and this one will go into the end zone, unfortunately. They tried to flip it into the coffin corner over there and just missed. Yeah, and that was really close. That was really close to being right on the edge there. And that pass was right in front of me. And if it had maybe an inch more of air, you know, it would have been maybe a little easier for Calvin. But their defensive back closed well and got his hand on it. So, you know, we got a little lucky on the tip earlier, but this one was that close. And it was just, again, this field is is got a big arch, and I think that may have played a little factor in it. 2.58 to go in the first quarter. Manatee leads 7 nothing. Dr. Phillips, first and 10 at their 20-yard line. Norwood out of the shotgun. No, they got the Wildcat look in now with Isom, and he will run it to the right side for a yard. So it'll be second down and nine. They snuck in Daquan Isom. You'll see that from time to time. He averages 8.3 yards a carry. That time it was Quanzy Jackson on the stop. Yeah, they'll run it quite a bit. They'll run almost an entire series with him. It looks like they're going to stay that way here, too. Isom, 5'9", 170, 17 touchdowns on the year. And he will run to the near side looking for a hole. He gets it across the 25, and then he's smacked at the 27 by Jamarian McDonald. That will bring up a third down and three. I would think, Danny, they'll just leave him in here. Well, no, they're bringing in Rudy Norwood. Yeah, Norwood checking in. It's, always, I guess, it's kind of an in-between passing situation. But you know, at the tail end of that play, the ball got loose away from 
Iceman. I tell you, when you watch him on film, he will carry the ball loosely to the outside of him. And the Canes, I know, worked on it in practice all week long trying to strip it. All right, Norwood back in at quarterback. Isom is the running back. Norwood out of the shotgun on third down and three. Kane stacking the line. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Minute 30 to go in the first quarter. Kane's lead seven to nothing. Norwood taking his time. Now he takes the snap, and he will give off to Isom. Isom is dropped. Boy, I don't know if he got it or not. It's going to depend on the spot. I think he's short with that spot right there. Yeah, he need to get it to the 30. I don't even know. I, I'm not sure. I think that was Hamer actually on the run. I see, I know it looks like a five and a three up here. It's hard to see, but I, I, I'm pretty sure that was Hamer on that. They're going to give him the first. It's touching the 30. Yeah, that was Hamer. Nysom came out after the ball came loose and was looked like he was very upset with him coming out. Yeah, Hamer is the running back now for Norwood on first and 10. That was a good drive, though, by Hamer, keeping those legs churning. Norwood out of the shotgun from his own 30, and he will keep it running to the left side, and he has smacked at the 35 and driven down by a host of hurricanes led by Nashon Smith. So it'll be second down and five. Boy, Norwood kept it, and he paid for it. Yes, that he did. You know, that's not something he does a whole lot of. And for a big guy 6'3", he's not extremely fast. It kind of reminds me of Jameis Winston as far as running. He's just kind of lumbering as he goes. Two receivers to either side. It is second down and five. They'll stop, then they'll look over, get the play from the sidelines. They'll hold up a big poster board. Just 22 seconds to go in the first quarter. Now they send a man in motion, and it's a handoff. And right there is Manatee to drive the ball carrier out of bounds. That's Antonio Henderson. So it'll be third down and about three, maybe four. Let's see where they spot it. We'll call it third down and four. They need to get to the 40. They're about the 36, just over the 36-yard line. The clock was stopped, so we'll have one more play here in the first quarter, and it's a big one. Third down and a short four, long three. Norwood in the shotgun. Ball is on the near side hash mark. We've got two running backs now as Isom is back in the game. Norwood. Will give it to Isom, and he fights for the first down, and he has stopped. And, again, it looks to be a little short. Yeah, this time he's short for sure. He didn't make the 40. So that will be the final play of the first quarter, and we'll have a fourth down and one when we return. Canes lead 7-0. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. WLSS, Sarasota. Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to GalatiYachts.com. 
Arcade fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. 930 WLSS. We're back at Bill Spoon Stadium Regional Championship, Manatee Hurricanes and the Dr. Phillips Panthers. Manatee leads 7 nothing after the first quarter as we're waiting to start the second period, and it's going to be a huge fourth down and less than a yard. Ball just shy of the 40. They need to get it to... Their own 40, Dr. Phillips does, to get the first down, and Danny thinks they'll go for it here. I think they'll turn around and do the same thing they did before. I think you, you go with Rudy Norwood, six foot three, 190 pounds, and you just let him try and power his way over the left side or the right side. He's going to be his choice. He's going to look at it first and make a decision, but that's who I think I go with right here. Now, their offensive line from left to right, 280, 300 on the left side, 230 at center, 260, 285 on the right side. So a good size high school offensive line, which – you know, that's, of course, what you would think with a team that's been as successful as Dr. Phillips. Yeah, the interesting thing, when you look at this roster of this team, they're senior late. They're seniors all over the place. They're going to lose a, a huge core of players after this year. Of course, who knows where everybody will be next year. They'll be redistricting. Redistricting. School choice will be pounding away because there's several guys on this team here with Dr. Phillips that were at other schools last year. All right. They will go for it. Dr. Phillips will. And the quarterback will be under center. And he's not used to it. Norwood under center. And he will give off to the running back. And he is dragged down short of the 40-yard line. Antonio Henderson, like a missile, with the great defensive play. And the Canes hold on fourth and short. Well, you sit up here and you go, okay, is that a mistake that he bounced it to the outside? What happened was the right side of Manatee's defensive line sealed it completely off. Yeah, that's Isom trying to get to the outside. He bounced and went out there, but there was nowhere to go. Danny, what a play by Henderson. That is one of our plays of the game brought to you by Manatee Memorial Hospital's Emergency Services. Manatee Memorial has you covered 24-7. Canes will drive start from the 39 of Dr. Phillips. Drummond's at quarterback. And he will throw it out to Cavius Price. Price puts a move to the 35 to the 30. Cavius just weaving his way on the near sideline. Finally knocked out of bounds at about the 27-yard line. Beautiful play. Drummond's to Cavius Price for 12 yards. It's first and 10 for the Hurricanes. Yeah, he swings that pass out there to Price. And things were kind of sealed off for a second. But Goldie and Pompey both come up with great blocks on the outside. Drummond's remains in the game. At quarterback in the shotgun with Lang in the pistol. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. And Sloan will fire it out to a wide open receiver at the 30 to the 25. That's KP still on his feet. And he has yet another first down before he's knocked out of bounds on the far sidelines at about the 13-yard line. Wow. Yeah, good read by Drummond right there. He pulls it out, then flares it out to the right side. This time, Price turns it up the field. And Jordan Pompey, what a great job out there blocking. Price got about eight yards. Pompey locks into his block. He picks up another four. 14-yard pickup. The Canes are in the Chuck Brown-Wells Fargo Financial Advisors red zone. 
Johnny Lang is in the game at quarterback. State in the blocking back. Johnny will run right up the middle for two or three tough yards, maybe four. Wait and see where the spot is. They'll put it down just shy of the 10-yard line. Give them three, second down and seven. 11.20 to go in the first half. Canes lead 7-0. Manatee just outside the Dr. Phillips 10-yard line. Same formation with Staten as the blocking back for Johnny Lang. Lang will run it up the middle again. Johnny gets it to about the 7 before he's driven back. So it'll be third down. So far, they've been able to contain Lang for the most part. It'll be third down and four. So is Manatee in four-down territory here? I kind of think that if we don't get real close, we'll kick the field goal here. But let's just get the touchdown here. How about it? Well, the one thing that you're seeing out of this, too, is how quickly Dr. Phillips can close the hole. Johnny out of the shotgun. Third down and four. Johnny will run to the left. Johnny puts his head down and gets across the five. And they'll spot him down just across the five-yard line, a little short of the first down. What do you do here, guys, on fourth and one? Yeah, it looks like we're going to go for it, bringing in Sloan Drummond. That, the hole is there initially, but their defensive backs and linebackers have so much speed. They're closing, but I just think we need to keep pounding, pounding, pounding and get it. I'd still give it to Johnny on this play. Fourth and It's a long one, Gene. Just inside the five, Drummond at quarterback. Lang is the running back, and Johnny will get it on a quick hitter, and he gets to about the three and should have enough for the first down. I like the forward progress is really close. I think he's got it. Gene's down there on it. Well, unless it's a bad spot, the initial he's, spot. He's going like to be he just it. short, just short, guys. Well, the initial spot was that he had it. Yeah, he was. I thought it was, mm. he went out there to begin with, and then he looked to the other side. So this is going to be really close. I mean, it's it's on to three, isn't it, Gene? Yeah, it's. But I think with his forward progress, and then the guy on this side just ran in and and was just uh, going there. But I just think it's going to be like an inch short. It's an inch short. Oh my gosh, you're talking about a credit card there. Unbelievable! Wow, that was that wasn't a good spot. Wow. Yeah. But it is what it is. Yeah, what we got to do now is make sure you don't give them some life with their uh, isom coming out and getting a big hit there. I thought he had it for sure. I thought he had it by half a yard. Yeah, I agree with the call, though. Oh, me too. Oh, yeah. You need to go for it there. And, you know, he had the hole. He hit it hard. Well, they do. They pursued real quick. They close it fast. The one thing that's got to change, though, is he, what he does. He steps up in there. And I think they'll talk to him at halftime. Don't hesitate. Just go. All right, so they'll have it deep in their own territory. Dr. Phillips drives starting from their own three-yard line. Norwood stands back in his end zone, gives it off to the running back, and he gets to the five-yard line. That'll be a pickup of a couple yards. That is Hamer, Jalen Hamer on the carry. He's been alternating with Isom. Yeah, Isom just checked in. Hamer still remains in the game here. They'll keep two of their running backs in. Let's see if maybe Isom will go into the Wildcat. No. Norwood stays in the game, gives off to the running back to the 5, to the 10, to the 15, 
out to the 30-yard line. That's an excellent run. Finally knocked out of bounds at the 34. Wow. That's Jarkevious Laughlin. But Isom just bumped it to the outside, man. We had him. Yeah, we had him there. The Probably the defensive end actually got sealed off. He got sealed. He had just enough room to get around that corner. Why, what a huge hole by Dr. Phillips holding the canes and taking over. Now they've got some room. First and ten out at their 34-yard line, driving left to right. Manatee holding on to a 7-0 lead. Norwood out of the shotgun. Norwood wants to throw, wants to throw, and he throws it out of bounds. Incomplete. Jarkevious Laughlin on the coverage. They're yelling and screaming about illegal contact. Yeah, there is a flag thrown yeah. down there, guys. It's right in front of those guys. It was He was 10 yards downfield when we got the actual push on him. Yeah, pass interference. Yeah. So all of a sudden the momentum is on Dr. Phillips' side. Manatee held it the first quarter and into the second quarter. But now when the Panthers got that big hold, boy, that really fires the team up. Well, defense just got to reach down deep here. Hey, bend but don't break. Norwood out of the shotgun. The penalty puts the ball out to the 49 of Dr. Phillips. And Norwood will give off to Isom to the 50 to the 49-yard line. That's a three-yard gain. Delvin Mays on the stop. Boy, you just go back to that stop they made. Whew, that was huge. Again, Manatee was trying to go up 14-0. Second down and seven. Norwood out of the gun. Norwood again will just feed it to Isom. He's trying to get to the outside, and the Canes drop him at the line of scrimmage. No gain. Matt Mackey with great pursuit. Yeah, Mackey just got enough of a hand on him to trip him up a little bit. I don't think he got any gain out of it. He got it back to the original line of scrimmage. He does dig real deep on his turns. Now, he'll come up to the line, then Eisen will dig deep to try and get further. It creates more space, but Manatee's pursuit has been extremely good. Third and seven. Let's see if they go airborne here. Norwood out of the gun. They're going to want to throw. Norwood fires it down, and it is incomplete on the far sideline, so the Canes' defense is held. George Woody on the coverage, and Dr. Phillips is going to have to punt. We're going to be held up because he got hurt over there going out of bounds. He got wrapped up into that stick going out of the Dr. Phillips receiver. Yeah, and I don't know if it hit his leg or what it hit, but a little bit. Oh, the chain is wrapped around his leg, it looked like at first, but they're working on him. Um, I don't know, guys, if uh, I don't want anybody to be hurt, but if that's if he is injured, you're putting uh, Isom back in the game more plays. All right, we're going to take a timeout while they attend to the injured player. Take a 30-second break. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all, from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. 9.30 WLSS. We're back at Bill Spoon Stadium with Danny Carter, Gene Brown, Phil Dudabaugh. This is Dave Bristow, 7-0 Manatee Leeds. 
think it was Hogan. I believe that's who that injured receiver for Dr. Phillips appears to be okay. All of our injury reports brought to you by Request Physical Therapy. Request has four area locations to better serve you. Dr. Phillips now will be punting. Ethan Schaefer. Line of scrimmage is the Manatee 49. Schaefer stands at about the 38. Kelvin McKnight inside the 20 for the Hurricanes. And here come the Cades, and they block it. Manatee blocks the punt, and they will get it back at about the 46-yard line. That was Antonio Henderson, who's playing one heck of a football game tonight. He came off the right side and, and was literally untouched coming off of there. Lays himself out, blocks the kick. And I'll tell you what, not only did he block it, he destroyed the punter in the process. So he got two and one. Well, Danny, that should give the momentum back to the Hurricanes. Let's see what the offense can do with it. Yeah, give that one to Gene. Gene called it earlier when they tried to punt. Sloan back in at quarterback. He sends KP in motion, Price, and Sloan will give it to Price on a little jet sweep, and he gets around the corner to about the 42-yard line, pick up a five. Yeah, positive yards, pick up four to five yards on that play. That's right on five yards. This is a good play. Running the jet sweep to the right. Again, everybody is collapsing on Johnny Lang. doesn't matter where he is. They're going to collapse on him. That was a good read by Drummond's. Now Johnny Lang is in the game, second down and five. Staten is the blocking back. And Johnny will try to get to the outside, and he breaks a tackle and gets a yard or two to the 39-yard line. It'll be third and relatively short. We'll call it third and three. A couple yards by Johnny Lang, and Manatee needs to keep this drive alive right here, guys. Hurricanes have Johnny Lang at quarterback, Octavius James, in the pistol behind Johnny on third and three. And, oh, my goodness, as Manatee fumbled the football on the handoff, and it looks like Dr. Phillips may have it at the 40-yard line. If Manatee got it, it would be a miracle because there was no Manatee player down there. Dr. Phillips got it. That, that was just, uh, they never got the handoff on the read option. So Manatee holds Dr. Phillips. Then Dr. Phillips gets the turnover, and now they have the football at the 40-yard line. So Manatee's missed some opportunities tonight to move out to more than a one-score lead. Some big opportunities. Yeah, a couple of golden opportunities mm. in there when you have the ball inside their territory so far all but one time. Mm, mm, mm. That was the initial drive in which you start on your own 36. Everything else has started in Dr. Phillips' territory. 6.58 to go in the first half. Canes lead 7-0, but Dr. Phillips takes over good field position at the 40-yard line, their own 40. Norwood, the quarterback, and he, and Isa fumbles it, but he's able to pick it up. He's trying to turn the cornerback at the 33, but he goes down. Huge loss on the play. And guess who it was? Antonio Henderson. He's everywhere, but there was a host of other Hurricanes out there. Had that sealed off, made him stop, and you know, as soon as he put on the brakes, here comes Henderson up the backside to knock him down. Well, Danny Isom just dropped the football. He was able to pick it up, but once he picked it up, great pursuit by the Canes, and he lost eight yards. It'll be second down and 18, back at the 33-yard line. Norwood may have to go airborne. 
and he stands in his pocket. He wants to throw deep, but great coverage by the Canes. Incomplete pass. That was George Woody on the coverage of Michael Macon. Well, they had a little bit of pushing and shoving going right off the bat. We had a flag roughing the passer. Oh, my goodness. I did not see that one, Gene. Did you pick up who it was? Yeah, no, I think Mackie went in a little bit uh, late and uh, just kind of pushed on him. you got to leave him alone once the ball's released. That ball was released so early, it was so far overthrown. We saw the same thing last week, keeping drives alive, and it was going to be a third down and 18 or 17-18. Now it's a third down and two. Second. Remain second down yeah, because of the penalty. Because of the penalty. Yeah. That's a killer. That's a killer. We've got timeout on the field with 6.20 to go in the first half. Canes lead 7-0. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick, GMC, and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick, GMC, Subaru. Where we treat you like family. 930 WLSS. Hey, one of our sponsors for Hurricane Football this year, Gator Air Conditioning. Gator Air Conditioning is now Gator Air Conditioning and Plumbing, and they are home of the stress-free service call. They're also the winner of the 2014 Small Business of the Year Award, Gator Air Conditioning and Plumbing. Well, the Manatee Hurricanes lead Dr. Phillips 7 to nothing, but I think uh, the thought really is that, boy, we've left some points out there. Uh, we just come up short on a couple of uh, plays. You, know, you go back to that fumble that's giving them the football here, and a miscue now on the personal foul that sets it up, and actually his first down is now what they've marked it, so it's a first and ten. Yeah, and guys, we've got to just not be so chippy at times, which uh, Dr. Phillips is finishing the plays, and our guys are kind of pushing back. And on that one, there was no reason to even touch the quarterback. And, you know, the referees are going to watch and protect the quarterback at times. But we've got to know when not to continue the play because we seem to, the last couple weeks, get that penalty against us. The officials tonight out of the West Central Association, if that means anything to you. Yeah, it's north of Tampa and Hernando <laughs> County. I don't even know where that is. But. <laughs> So we've got uh, television time out now, and want to remind everyone to stay tuned for the Shake Pit Halftime Report. Joe Weaver, back at the WLSS studios, will get you updated on all the first-half highlights. We'll try to get some playoff scores from around the state. But we've got uh, a little over six minutes to go in the first half, and with that penalty, they now say it's a first down. First and ten for the Panthers. At their own 48, driving left or right. Maybe we can get a turnover here. Norwood sends a man in motion now, right to left. Norwood out of the gun, wants to throw over the middle, and it is incomplete at the 45-yard line. Trayvon Rump on the coverage. The intended receiver was Jeremiah Harris. Yeah, good move by Rump there. He just took the inside route away from him. He got in the inside of his hip. That pass had no chance. 
Second down and 10. Norwood looks over to the sideline to get the play call. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Ice him in the backfield behind Norwood. Norwood takes the snap. Here come the Canes. Norwood goes out of the pocket and gets about a yard to the 49-yard line. He was close to being sacked, but he was able to bust out of the pocket. Gaskin finally knocked him down. He is very close to midfield, and it'll be third down and nine. Huge third down for the Hurricane defense. Third and nine, ball just shy of midfield. Norwood sends three receivers to the left, one to the right. Now he, again, checks to the sidelines for the play call. Let's see if the Canes can get some pressure on this young man. He's a big kid, 6'3", 190. He gets the snap. He stands in the pocket. Not much pressure. Now the Canes come. He throws it down over the middle, incomplete. He had a wide-open receiver at the 20, but he overthrew him, and we got another flag. We got another flag at the 43-yard line, and it is a personal foul against the Hurricanes. That's just self-destructing right there. This is deja vu from last week. Yep. And, again, I followed the ball, so I didn't see it. Gene, did you see it? Yeah, Quanzie Jackson went a little late. I mean, again, just leave him alone after the ball is released. And, you know, I think that their offensive line is really – Putting, uh, really holding our guys pretty good, and our guys are getting frustrated. We've got to get that frustration out and just let the ball go because he is throwing the ball so over the heads of these receivers, there's no chance for him even to catch it. Well, they would have punted a long time ago, but again, this happened last week. Norwood will give it off to Ice, and he's trying to get to the outside, but the Canes are right there to knock him down for a loss. Antonio Henderson leading the way, and this defense is just playing outstanding. Check that, that was Hamer on the carry, but... Nevertheless, his defense is playing outstanding, but again, they're just shooting themselves in the foot. So it'll be second down and 13, 4.58 to go in the first half. Isom checks in the game now. At running back, Norwood at quarterback, and he will roll to the near side. Here come the Canes, and he... he throws it completed about the 31, just as he was ready to get smacked. Boy, Manatee says it's incomplete, and now the refs will talk about it. And we got a flag on the far gonna throw side a flag. too, Dave. On the far side, I think it's going to be a hold on them coming off the backside. And it was incomplete. Well, they didn't. They finally said incomplete. They got good help, and it is going to be a hold. Well, Dr. Phillips fans don't like it, but, man, finally yeah, a penalty. Yeah, but Manatee fans love it because they, they're going crazy. Finally a penalty against I think you the take the team. penalty here. I think you back. I do, too. Yeah, but... Yes, it's incomplete. Yeah, it was incomplete. So, Manatee will, well, they're talking to John Booth now, and they are going to take the penalty. That's a big penalty because it actually happened right there. Where they're marking it, almost as if it was behind the line of scrimmage. Yeah, they're going to mark it way back at the 50-yard line. So, of course, you take that one. It's not from the line of scrimmage. It's where the hole was. And now it is second down and 24 from midfield. Norwood will 
Give it off to Isom. Isom looks like he wanted to throw the ball, but he will be stopped after about a two-yard loss. Well, that looked like he wanted to throw the ball. Yeah, that was Amari Hogan. Yeah, Hogan got in there and got it. And on film, numerous times I've seen them run that play. They'll do it at least twice a game. I've seen it come out of them. They'll roll out there and try and make that throw. Good job by the defensive back staying with their man. Imari Hogan, 5'10", 160. He's only a sophomore. Looks like he wanted to chuck it. He ended up losing a couple yards. Now the line of scrimmage is back at the 48-yard line. Third down and 28. Norwood out of the shotgun. Norwood will throw it out into the flat, and the receiver grabs it, and he is knocked down at the 43-yard line by Trayvon Rupp. Well, his defense is playing outstanding. Tremendous play there, Dave. I tell you what, what you don't see if you listen on the radio, he not only tackled the guy, the guy that was blocking him, he took him with him too. He couldn't hold him back. Rumpf just blew through that block and made the the tackle out there by himself on an island. Now the line of scrimmage, Danny, is back. They'll spot it at the 44. Let's see if we can get a bad snap over his head right here. (laughs) Or block it again. Schaefer, the punter, McKnight back deep. For the Canes, fourth and 30. About three minutes to go. The Canes in there, but Schaefer gets it off, and McKnight will have a chance to return this. He grabs it at the 20, to the 25, to the 30. Kelvin is down at about the 33-yard line. So a nice little return by McKnight of 15 yards, and Manatee will have it first and 10. Decent field position, 254 to go in the first half, and the Canes lead 7-0. Boy, how big would it be to get something on this drive? Yeah, put the two-minute offense into effect right here. Ball spotted on the 33. That's where the Canes will drive start. Driving right to left. Drummond's in the game at quarterback. Three receivers to the left, one to the right. Johnny has his running back. Johnny will take it and gets a yard, and that's it. To the 34-yard line. Second down and nine. They've been able to corral Johnny for the most part tonight. We've seen that before. You make the Venice game. They did it. Venice did a very good job against him as well through the first half. 2.30 to go in the first half. Drummond's at quarterback, Lang at running back. Again, three receivers to the left, one to the right. Sloan wants to throw, and he flares it out to Lang, and Lang can't quite hold on to it. That's an incomplete pass. At the 25. I'll tell you what, if he would have led Johnny on that, I think he had a lot of yeah. a lot of green grass in front of him. That ball was just too high for him coming out. Had to, once you get that, you're back out of the backfield having to backpedal a little bit. As soon as that starts, there's problems in the making right there. Generally, you're going to catch it and fall down, or you're going to drop the ball like that happened there. I, I like the play call, though. I do, too. little swing pass to Johnny. Now it's a third and nine with 219 to go in the first half. Canes lead 7-0. Need to pick this one up. Pistol formation. Drummond's at quarterback. Lang the running back. And they'll just give it to Johnny, and he's across the 35 to the 38, but short of the first down. So they tried to cross him up with a run. I don't necessarily disagree with that. So no, it'll be just clearly playing it safe right there. And from my angle, the hole opened up, and, again, their speed closed it quick. Fourth down and four. We've got timeout on the field. So we'll take a break. Hurricanes lead 7-0, 2.03 to go in the first half. 
You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick GMC. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longboat Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. 930 WLSS. It's fourth down and four for the Hurricanes. The ball at their own 38. They'll be punting. Nick Knoll out to punt. Averages about 36 yards a punt. He's had one punt tonight. And let's see if Dr. Phillips comes after it. They don't. They try to set up a return. And he angles the punt to the far sideline. And it is down by a Hurricane player. Nice punt at the 26-yard line. No return. I like it. That time you punt to the sidelines, let it become your friend. You know, you got to force them out there because they're two big threats in that return game. Well, Dr. Phillips has 156 to go. They have the football with, you know, just adequate field position. Drive starting from their 27-yard line, driving left to right. Let's see if the Canes can put some pressure on Norwood because you think He's probably going to go airborne. Yeah, and he's likely to make a mistake. He's been kind of flirting with it all night. Norwood out of the gun, sends a man in motion. Now he turns around and goes back, and it looks like he was almost turning up field as Norwood throws a ball, a little screen over the middle, and it's caught, broken tackle to the 30 to the 35-yard line. Well, I thought there should have been a flag on that as Hogan caught it. And broke a couple tackles, didn't get the first down, so the clock continues to roll. The receiver slipped when he went in motion, and then he turned around, and he almost looked like he was going upfield when it was snapped. As Norwood will throw again, he fires it complete out here in the flat and did not get the first down. Quanzie Jackson on the stop, and he lost actually a yard. They're trying to go, you know, run this West Coast offense, and it's not working. Uh, they're trying to pick up the tempo here. They only got one timeout left, 108 to go here in the first half. Yeah, we've got a score from the Apopka First Coast game, 28-21. And who was leading that uh, First Coast was? Yep, by a touchdown. What a shootout. This is a defensive struggle. And here it's third down and two. Norwood, the quarterback, will keep it right up the middle for the first down as he powers out to close to the 40-yard line. So they have to stop the clock to move the chains with 44 seconds to go. That's a big first down, though. Yeah, you know, I think Manatee will just rush three here. You're going to have to drop back, and they do. you got one of the defensive linemen coming off. So Manatee's going to send the additional defensive back in. And they need to start the clock, and they do, down to 40 seconds to go. 40 seconds to go, now down to 35 seconds. They're taking their time. Now Norwood looks over to the... Sidelines to get the play call. We're down to 30 seconds to go. First down and 10, and it will be just a little inside handoff. Nothing doing. The Canes smothering the ball carrier. Quanzie Jackson, he maybe picked up a half yard. That was Isom, and they're going to call their final timeout, Danny. With 16 seconds. That doesn't make any sense to me. 
Unless you're just going to chuck it down and pray for. Well, it's your final timeout, but if you're going to burn the timeout, why wouldn't you have done it some 16 seconds ago, almost 20 seconds ago, and what you save yourself some time, or are you going to go up and spike the ball? To me, that's just poor clock management. 7 to nothing. Canes lead, 16 seconds to go in the first half. Stay tuned for the Shake Pit Halftime Report. We'll have first-half highlights with Joe Weaver and catch you up with scores around the state. Winner of this game will play the winner of the First Coast Apopka game. Again, First Coast leading 28-21. to 21. No lack of scoring in that one. Here at 7 nothing, Boy, the Canes have played well. Just haven't quite got over the hump. And, it, listen, Dr. Phillips says they've got an outstanding offense and defense, but particularly defensively. Canes have been able to move the ball, just not punch it in. I'd be careful of just the, the underneath screen again. Watch the middle screen because that's where they could have some success. Isom with the speed, he could break it. Third and eight, Norwood out of the shotgun with three receivers to the left, one to the right. Norwood looking over the line of scrimmage. We're waiting for the TV timeout. So this Dr. Phillips team, not accustomed to being down. They, however, they were down to Bloomingdale a couple weeks ago, first round of state playoffs, John Boos' former team. Norwood stands in the gun, takes the snap. He looks, he looks, he fires. It is complete right at midfield. And great tackle right there. But let's see if he got enough for the first down. They're not stopping the clock, so he did not get enough, and the clock is just going to run out. That's it. Down to zero. So he was just short of the first down. And the officials now are, Manatee just needs to head to the locker room. As Dr. Phillips is upset because they think it should have been stopped for the first down. It's third down, they're saying. Well, they needed to get, they needed to get to the 50 to get the first down. And now they are stopping it. But you know what? If they didn't stop it, <laughs> I'm not sure you can go back and see if it is a first down here. Okay, they're going to reset it to six, but why would that six be if seconds. it's not a first down? I don't know how you can put it in six seconds. Is it a first down? No, it's not. And well, then they, why would the clock stop? And it was three seconds anyways at the la- when, it, when they turned around and did all that, so there's no way this can be a Did six they call seconds. a timeout? They don't have any timeouts left. <laughs> So, I, yeah, John Booth is asking the same question we're asking. Yeah, you can't even give him enough time to spike the ball. This thing should start right now. I don't know what he's waiting on, but that clock should start right now. Well, well yeah, I don't understand why it was stopped. And, and John Booth wants an explanation from the official because if they have no timeouts, it's not a first down. It winds. Right. <laughs> I, mean, I get it. You want to, you know, look at it and see if it's made. Well, it. then bring out the change in measure. Right. But they're not doing that. So it, it is third down and inches, but the point is it's inches, and it's not a first down. So now they're going to, boy, John Booth is livid on the sidelines, and rightfully so. Yeah, they absolutely butchered this one right here. There's no doubt about it. Why would the <laughs> Oh, man. All right, they're going to get a free play here. Norwood out of the shotgun, and now they start it, and they'll just snap it. Now we're down to four. We're down to three. Norwood will get it, and he will throw it downfield. 
And it is picked off at the 30, to the 40, to the 50, to the 40. That's Jamarian McDonald, and he is brought down. Boy, wouldn't that have been poetic justice yeah, if he returned it for a touchdown. <laughs> oh, I tell you what, though, somebody got decleated down here on this end after that interception. Joe Robinson just lit somebody up, too. Jamarian McDonald's third pick of the year. And we will check in with Gene in a little bit. But, boy, I, you know, I'm not sure what happened there. And maybe John will give an explanation of what the official told him. So the Hurricanes lead at halftime 7 nothing. A lot of fireworks here, but not a lot of scoring. Gene, go ahead. Yeah, I'll get Coach Booth here in a minute. He's talking to the Bright House people. But um, that kind of actually energized us a little bit. We get the ball coming out of halftime. And Joe Robinson just depleted the receiver. So uh, here we're here with Coach Booth now. Coach Booth, obviously, we've, we've talked about this a few times over the years. Seems like we dominate it, but we're only winning seven to nothing. Yeah, defense is playing great. We've got a great uh, block punt with Antonio. You know, we we've got a chance to go for it on the fourth down, and we come up about an inch short. Um, you know, we we convert that. We got a good chance to go up two scores there. So uh, we've got to continue to battle all four quarters, and um, you know, finish this game out. Yeah, and it seems like this field is affecting Johnny Lang a little bit. We've got to get him to just think about what he did in Georgia and say, run, Johnny, run. <laughs> right. Well, yeah, we're going to continue to um, get him going. But, uh, yeah, the turf's a little soft. But um, uh, they're doing a good job of loading the box and, and kind of sending the house to, to stop him. All right, good luck in the second half, Coach. Thank you. All right, that's Manatee head football coach John Booth with Gene Brown. Hurricanes lead at halftime 7 or nothing. We'll be back with the Shake Pit Halftime Report. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick GMC. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your Manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons, know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at CostantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! 
Here's former Mayor Rudy Giuliani with an important message for holiday shoppers. Black Friday and Cyber Monday kick off the holiday shopping season. Every gift we buy at the mall, in a store, or online increases our risk of identity theft. And it can take you years to fix it. No one can stop all identity theft, but the most comprehensive identity theft protection available comes from LifeLock. Enjoy peace of mind while shopping this holiday season with LifeLock Ultimate Plus. It goes beyond just monitoring ATM and credit card transactions. LifeLock Ultimate Plus helps protect your social security number, bank and retirement accounts, even the equity in your home. Don't let identity thieves spoil your holidays. Help protect yourself with LifeLock Ultimate Plus now. Visit LifeLock.com and enter promo code AWARE or call and mention AWARE to save 10% on your LifeLock Ultimate Plus membership. Call 1-800-838-6010. 800-838-6010. Network does not cover all transactions. And now, the Manatee High School Football Halftime Show with your host, Joe Weaver. Good evening and thank you for joining us for Game 3 of the 2014 playoffs as the Manatee Hurricanes take on Orlando Dr. Phillips High School at Bill Spoon Stadium in Orlando. Hope you had a great Thanksgiving and are no doubt ready to see the Canes continue on. And that means getting past the undefeated Panthers in their own home stadium, a place where Dr. Phillips hasn't lost in almost exactly five years. This winner of tonight's contest will move on to the state semifinals, which will be played one week from tonight. And after winning the opening coin toss and choosing to defer to the second half, the defense gets off the field quickly, and Manatee gets it moving early on with sensational junior halfback Johnny Lang. Johnny will get it. He is trying to break a tackle. He gets to the 40, the 45, and he is knocked out of bounds across the 50 at the 48-yard line. A great run by Johnny Lang, 11 yards, and he broke a tackle initially that would have been a loss. Then a few plays later, the Canes facing a fourth and two at the Dr. Phillips 27. Drummonds with a long count. Drummonds wants to throw. He fires it out. It's complete to the 25, to the 20, to the 15 goes Isaiah Goldie. It's first and 10 for the Hurricanes. Drummonds fired it out to Goldie, and Isaiah got 12. The passing game working pretty well on this drive, and senior quarterback Sloan Drummonds finishes it off right. Two receivers to the left, two to the right. Drummonds out of the shotgun. Drummonds wants to throw. He throws it down over the middle. It is caught for a touchdown to Kelvin McKnight. Wow. Extra point good, and Manatee goes on top of the Panthers 7-0 early on, and that would be the score at the end of the first quarter. On the first play of the second quarter, Dr. Phillips going for it on fourth and one, and Antonio Henderson was ready for it. Norwood under center, and he will give off to the running back, and he is dragged down short of the 40-yard line. Antonio Henderson like a missile with the great defensive play, and the Canes hold on fourth and short. That gave us the ball back in great field position, and Sloan Drummonds came out firing again, this time to Cavius Price. Lang in the pistol, three receivers to the right, one to the left, and Sloan will fire it out to a wide-open receiver at the 30 to the 25. That's KP still on his feet, and he has yet another first down before he's knocked out of bounds on the far sidelines at about the 13-yard line. Wow. Unfortunately, the drive would fizzle after we also give it up on a fourth down. But it's a game of field position, and even after giving up a few first downs, the Panthers are forced to punt again, and Antonio Henderson makes another great play. Here come the Cades, and they block it. Manatee blocks the punt, and they will get it back at about the 46-yard line. 
That was Antonio Henderson, who's playing one heck of a football game tonight. But again, not taking advantage of key opportunities. A fumbled exchange gives the ball back to Dr. Phillips. And then a long, weird drive by the Panthers where the Hurricanes would stop them on third down twice, but then committed personal fouls on each of those to keep the drive going. Finally, on a third and 25, the defense gets it done. Out of the shotgun. Norwood will throw it out into the flat, and the receiver grabs it, and he is knocked down at the 43-yard line by Trayvon Rupp. Boy, his defense is playing outstanding. Defense playing excellent tonight, but the offense unable to take advantage as we would go three and out on the ensuing possession and leading seven to nothing. That is how the first half would end. Manatee leads seven to nothing, but feeling like we really should be ahead by a lot more. On balance, a dominating effort by the Hurricanes, who will get the ball back to begin the second half. When we return, first half analysis along with scores of regional finals across the state with Danny Carter and the great Phil Dudevois with halftime statistics. This is exclusive coverage of Manatee Hurricane football only on News Talk 930 WLSS. MNL Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. MNL features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. MNL understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. MNL Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-priced leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to GalatiYachts.com. Your back still hurts. The pain is still there. And somewhere between the thousands you spent getting quote-unquote adjusted and the thousands a surgeon wants you to spend on back surgery, the only relief you've experienced is the money your bank account has been relieved of. It's time to try White Sands Physical Therapy and Aquatics in Sarasota. White Sands can help with hands-on therapy and massage, VaxD spinal decompression, and aquatic therapy in the region's largest therapeutic pool heated to 93 degrees for your comfort. And when you come to White Sands for therapy, you'll never be stuck on a bike or treadmill. You'll receive the personal attention you deserve. You'll find the relief from chronic pain you've been looking for without pain from exercises. White Sands accepts both insured and non-insured patients. Like doctors have said, 
You haven't been to therapy until you've been to White Sands Physical Therapy and Aquatics. Call today, 924-9525. Welcome back to Orlando, Florida, Dr. Phillips High School, where it is halftime here at Bill Spoon Stadium. The Manatee Hurricanes lead 7 to nothing over Dr. Phillips. This is the Shake Pit Halftime Report. The FHSAA is now on Facebook and Twitter. Go to facebook.com slash FHSAA and become a fan. On a site, you can keep up with teams and people who strive to make high school athletics in the state of Florida the best. That's facebook.com slash FHSAA. Follow on Twitter at FHSAA for instant news along with information on issues that affect Florida high schools. Be a fan of it all. Well, the first half of football, the Hurricanes had multiple opportunities to get into the end zone, but only found their way in there once in the opening drive of the game for them going from the 36. They went 64 yards to get there, and I'll bring in Phil Dudabaugh to go over our stats in the first half. Phil, one drive, but Manatees had multiple opportunities. Yeah, Danny, and something a little different tonight is Johnny Lang isn't the story of the game. He's only got 41 yards on 12 attempts, but Sloan Drummonds has held his own 6 for 8 for 60 yards, and one of those incompletions was a deep ball. If we stick to the quick pass and we go short, we were getting big plays off just short passes, and Isaiah Goldie and KBS Price would take it long down the field. Another thing we've got to do is capitalize. We had a fourth and short on the four-yard line and couldn't capitalize, and it could be a completely different game going into halftime with two scores. It's all of your game statistics brought to you by CSNL, CPAs, numbers you can count on. CSNL provides accounting, taxation, auditing, and consulting. Go to CSNLCPA.com for details. Gene, I don't know. Up here in the booth, it looks like one game. Everybody's it's a rather physical thing, but you and I commented early on the speed of Dr. Phillips is something that I'm not sure that everybody really expected. I see how quickly they close those holes on Johnny Lang and Octavius James there in the first half. Yeah, they definitely did, and obviously they saw what we uh, did last week against Vero Beach. Said we're not going to let that happen. The crowd in the box. We get outside, we get some yardage, and Sloan's done a great job at passing, hitting a couple of key situations. Um, I don't disagree with the fourth down call down there where we turned it over. It looked like we had it a little bit. This field, though, is getting chewed up, and it is very, very, very soft. And when you look at both running backs, Isom and Lang, they're, you know, used to having a dry field and cut and put that foot and get that one extra step and get by somebody, and they're not. They're kind of tiptoeing, and it's going to come in the first, second half. Who can get some good fielding, um, footing, and get going? And, and I mean, Isom is a big runner. I mean, a, a fast runner, but his size is not that big, and when our guys get to him, they throw him down. Usually when you get to Johnny, you're not able to bring him down. So we'll see if the second half can wear on um, Dr. Phillips, and we can keep just pound, pound, pound until we get another score. Going to be important coming out with that first drive and getting some uh, maybe some points, even if it's only three. Yeah, Gene, I, I'll agree with you on that. They're just going to have to continue to move the football. And, you know, one thing about it is that the linebackers for Dr. Phillips are the ones who actually close those gaps so quickly. There is a brief hole, and, and I think it's got to be a little less of trying to hip and skip and more just shooting it straight on down the field. And I think we'll find more success and make the moves once you clear that first wave into the second wave. Then you can make some adjustments, you know, and, and, and bounce from inside to outside and do what's necessary to get down there defensively. I don't know if Manatee 
you know, don't change anything. Stay with what you're doing so far. So, again, we're at the Shake Pit Halftime Report, just minutes away from the second half of football. Manatee leads 7 nothing. We'll take our final timeout. Be back with the second half kickoff. When you take time out to dine out, Canes fans know to head for the island and huddle up at three of the best waterfront restaurants around. The Sandbar Restaurant, Anna Maria. The Beach House in Bradenton Beach. And the Mar Vista Dockside Restaurant on North Longbow Key. Great views, the freshest seafood, and real toes in the sand waterfront dining. The Sandbar, Beach House, and Mar Vista. A touchdown the whole team will cheer for. As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log on to mulocklaw.com. Go Canes! Brown and Sons Funeral Homes and Crematory wishes you the best of luck this season. Your manatee neighbor of over 35 years, the caring experts at Brown and Sons know how to guide you and your family through the difficult times. Featuring Trust 100 pre-planning, they'll handle all your local and long-distance needs. Celebrate the game of football, but when the game of life must end, depend on Brown and Sons with two locations to serve you. Online at brownandsonsfuneral.com. Well, my love, the Louvre was simply divine, as was the Metropolitan Opera. Whatever shall we do next? Kick the caviar and put some ag back in your culture at the 2015 Manatee County Fair. Enjoy a slice of the real good life with the games, rides, exhibits, and snacks you've come to expect. By the way, you can keep that escargot. I'm going to have me a turkey leg and an elephant ear. Wash it down with a little country music. The Manatee County Fair, January 15th through 25th. Online at manateecountyfair.com. Hi, I'm Lois Falconetti, co-owner of Dominic's Blinds and Decor. Dominic's is a Hunter Douglas dealer proudly selling American-made blinds, shades, and shutters. Be a shade above the rest. Buy American, not imports from China, and help keep our economy strong. Dominic's Blinds and Decor. Visit us at Clark & McIntosh in Sarasota or call 922-2345. 922-2345. Dominic's Blinds, American-made, not from China. WLSS Sarasota. Welcome back to the Region 2 final between the Manatee Hurricanes and Dr. Phillips Panthers. It is halftime here at the Shake Pit halftime show. Manatee leads 7 0 over Dr. Phillips right now, and we'll see. The Hurricanes will get the ball. To start the second half, I think it's going to be interesting to see which way Dr. Phillips chooses to kick. Are they going to go with the wind or against the wind? I would not be surprised if they kick against it. They like to pooch kick a lot of them. I don't think that they'll try and bang it down the field. And we'll see what they do when they come out here. I'm going to bring in the voice of the Hurricanes, get his thoughts on the first half, Dave Bristow. Thanks a lot, Danny. Well, my thoughts are that we left some points out there like you guys talked about, but the defense has just played outstanding despite a couple of costly penalties. They're able to shut down a very high-powered offense, an offense that averages better than 240 yards a game rushing. (laughs) Uh, So the defense was just outstanding. They just 
have to keep up the the intensity on defense, and they're going to start getting to the quarterback. Yeah, they've been getting really close. I firmly believe that. So if you can come out here and get more than one score up, force them out of their element, because they've thrown more than they normally do throw. Yeah, and that hasn't been good for them tonight either. No, and and I believe that will result in some sacks and, and then possibly some turnovers for the Hurricanes. I'll tell you what, what's really kind of taking them out of their throwing game, even though they'll try and take the ball down the field a little bit, they don't throw the ball more than 10 to 12 times a game anyways. But what's happened is, is Manatee's cover, guys, has done. they've done such a good job. They've done it the last four games so far of covering in that open field and making those open field tackles. That's, to me, the difference. It takes away that element of the game, and now you're trying to stretch it down the field, and that gives your front four an opportunity to get there. And the one thing we haven't seen yet, Manatee hasn't dialed up any blitzes yet. Don't be surprised to see that come. 68 yards is what the defense has held the rushing attack for Dr. Phillips, and that's quite impressive. And, again, you just have to keep it up. Now, what are you going to do when you get the ball here? That's crucial. You need to make some first downs, at least flip the field. All right, I think you got to go back out to throwing the football. I mean, this is a, one of those nights. Is Johnny Lane going to get 200 yards? No. Is he going to get 100? It's going to be very difficult tonight, I think, the way these guys have done what they've done. He may break one somewhere down the line, but I think you got to continue to spread it out. We've done a good job of spreading the ball to different people throughout the game so far. Price touching the ball, McKnight getting the only touchdown tonight. You get the, you know, then you got Johnny Octavius. Everybody's touched the ball. They're moving it around fairly well. And Isaiah Goldie, kind of the quiet guy who stepped up and has made some big plays tonight. Yeah, Isaiah's played well. And, you know, the winner tonight, Danny, will take on the winner of the Apopka First Coast game. What a shootout. 29-28, Apopka leads that football game over Jacksonville First Coast. First things first, let's just get it done here. There goes some fireworks shooting out across the way. On cue, we're right across from Universal Studios. And tonight, the Manatee Hurricanes lead 7 to nothing as we are getting set for second half of football. Gene Brown will bring you back in here. I know the team came out, and they look confident, and we need to get the ball, and we need to drive it. Yes, we do. And, I mean, obviously we think that they're going to pooch kick it, but with this wind of their back, maybe they'll try to kick it deep. And, uh, you know, I mean, I'm excited. Any one of our three guys in the back get it. Of course, you got Octavius James in the middle uh, about the 25-yard line. So pooch it to any of our four or five guys, and we may get some good distance. And we've got Kelvin McKnight, Joe Robinson, and Cavius Price back deep. McKnight. Kind is of, the man you would like to see with the ball. Yeah, kind of surprising. I, I think you're going to try and kick it out of the end zone. I, there's no reason to try and pooch kick one if you're going to get the win with you, even though they do a lot of it. It's kind of crazy to me. Price is in the middle of the field. Joe Robinson on the far side. Kelvin McKnight on the near side. Yeah, how will they do it here? They have it teed up, and we are set to go in the second half with the Canes leading 7 to nothing. The winner advances to the state semifinals. Schaefer kicks off, and... It's a pretty short kick that Robinson takes at the 20 to the 25 to the 30 to the 40. There he goes to the 50 to the 40. He's got one man to beat the kicker. He jumps over the kicker at the 20 to the 15 to the 10 to the 5. It's a touchdown, and I don't see any flags. No flags anywhere, Dave. And by the way, I want to tell you something. The great Phil Dudewall wrote down over here that it was going to be a kickoff return for a touchdown. He wrote it. Before we kicked off, he called it. What a great – I mishandled the football first. 
and then he just takes it streaks right on down the sidelines. Hey, I got to give Phil a high five on that one. That was money in the bank. Gene Brown, that's got to energize the sidelines. Oh, it does energize and gets him excited. You know what? Joe Robinson has not only made the best hit of the game on the interception going into the half, he did that, and really he almost should have let that ball go because it was going to go out of bounds. But Joe wants the ball in his hands. 85-yard kickoff return by Joe Robinson. He jumped over the kicker as Nick Knoll drills it for a 14 to nothing Manatee lead, and the crowd beneath us is stunned because that's one thing you talk about in the locker room. All right, we need a three and out, or we at least need to hold them and get the ball back with decent field position, and now they'll get it on a kickoff. Yeah, I don't think one and out was on the game plan. Well, that definitely is our best play of the game, brought to you by Manatee Memorial Hospital's Emergency Services. Manatee Memorial has you covered 24-7. The scoring recap, an 85-yard kickoff return by Joe Robinson, the extra point by Nick Knoll. All scoring recaps brought to you by Buccaneer Pond. Whether you're buying or selling, visit Buccaneer Pond with locations on First Street in Bradenton and also North Washington and Sarasota. Boy, that was a terrific return by Joe Robinson. The way he jumped over the kicker, I thought he was going to try to juke him. I did, too. He said, I'll just go over him. Ah, thing of beauty right there. <laughs> and uh, I say this much now, as, as quickly as we do that, they got the guys, the return guys, to return to favor right here. They're quick, too. You got Ice going to be on the near side, and I believe David's uh, number eight, far side. That would be Hogan. Amir Hogan on the far side. Nick Knoll, Coach Booth talked about just pooching it in this situation if the wind was really strong, and that's what the Hurricanes will do. They pooch it, and it is taken at about the 35, and that's where the kick returner will go down. He didn't go get anywhere after he caught it, so, you know, you... Yeah, I guess that's a good job. Like kicking out of bounds. Yeah, you could yeah. just kick out of bounds. Hey, you want it a little deeper than that. Yeah. You, try, you usually try and lay that thing. Venice, I think, does a great job of it. It's usually laying it down between the 20 and 25. So the Dr. Phillips offense will drive start from their own 35-yard line, driving left to right. Yeah, he definitely wanted to get that a little deeper. But, you know, we haven't done a lot of that. We've done it in practice. But that's different from game situation, obviously. So Rudy Norwood will come out, and no, he won't. We'll start with Isom in the Wildcat. Isom in the Wildcat. He takes the snap. He will run to the near side. Now he turns it up across the 40 to the 41-yard line. So Coach Rodney Wells has decided to go with Isom in the Wildcat to begin the second half. Interesting. Six-yard pickup. Yeah, that was a good job there defensively. McDonald came up and forced Isom to go to the ground because he grabbed the football. Second down and four. Isom remains in the game at quarterback. He will run right up the middle and gets the first down across the 45 to the 48-yard line. Gaskin on the stop, but well, they may have something going here out of the Wildcat. Yeah, started at 35. I mean, that's two plays. They're already chewed up about 13 yards. Tried to figure out what that noise all of a sudden. It's a Panther. Yeah. That all of a sudden they play over the PA here. Every time they get a first down, the Panther roars. All right, let's not hear too much more of that, okay? Maybe that's Hogan now. Hogan will run out of the Wildcat, takes the snap. He is running to his left, and he surges ahead across the 45. And, again, they got something going here with an extra blocker end to the 43-yard line. Quanzie Jackson on the stop, but that's a nine-yard pickup again. 
what you want to do out of the Wildcat is you get an extra blocker in there. Yeah, and you look at them coming off the field there. I, who we got? Who's three again? What's that, uh, that running back eye? Jalen Hamer. Yeah, he came off limping. He's been banged up a little bit. Hogan out of the Wildcat. Hogan will run right up the middle for the first down to the 40, and he carries tackles to the 35-yard line. And, man, they are just firing off the ball right now. Malik Mills on the stop, but they're kind of driving it down our throat. We do have an injured player for Dr. Phillips. So we'll take a 30-second timeout. Canes lead 14-0. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Before you buy, give Conley a try. Are you looking for a great price on a new GMC, Buick, or Subaru? Conley and Bradenton. Need a reliable used vehicle you can afford? Conley and Bradenton. What about great financing, expert service, and a reputation that's second to none? Yep, you guessed it. Conley and Bradenton. Hi, I'm Alan Conley. I'm Chris Conley. From the time our grandfather started our dealership over 47 years ago, we've been proud to be a part of this community. So, for your family's next vehicle, come see our family. Conley Buick, GMC, and Conley Subaru. 800 Cortez Road West in Bradenton. Conley Buick, GMC, Subaru. Where we treat you like family. 9.30 WLSS. Hurricanes lead 14 to nothing. 10.35 to go in the third quarter. Dr. Phillips driving the ball successfully on the ground out of the Wildcat as they have the ball first down and 10 at the Hurricane 35-yard line driving left to right. Norwood has not been on at quarterback. They've alternated between Hogan and Isom. Isom is in the game now to take the direct snap. First down and 10. See if the Canes can get some defensive pressure on as Isom will keep it right up the middle to the 30, to the 10, to the 5. It's a touchdown for Isom, and that's the way to answer. Boy, they took the ball in the Wildcat, but there is a flag. There is a flag. That's got to be a hole. It is going to be a hole, Danny. Bring it back. That hole was way too big. That hole was 10 yards downfield, so you're just going to replay first and 10 again. But once he got to the second way, Manatee had a defender right there after him. He almost got drugged down. Yeah, and they're tackling our guys. They're just doing whatever they can, and, of course, they finally got the call. So that's obviously a costly penalty cost them a touchdown, and the ball will be put back at the 35. It'll be first and 10. So, wipe the touchdown off. It's 14-0 Hurricanes. But they've got a lot of confidence now in that running game all of a sudden. They're really overbalancing the uh, linemen. They're moving three, four linemen on one side and just one guard and a tight end on the other side and just running right at us on that one. They went to the weak side. Isom. Out of the Wildcat on first down and 10. It's kind of a high snap. He's able to pull it, and he'll go to his left and still get very good yardage across the 30. He's run out of bounds on the far sideline at about the 24. Boy, that was a high snap, and he made a nice play getting the football and then going around the corner for five, six yards. We'll give him five, so it'll be second down and five. 7.43 7.43 to go in the third. Hogan in the game now at Wildcat. Hogan will keep it up the middle. Hogan breaks the tackle to the 23-yard line. That's another first down. Boy, what is going on all of a sudden in the interior line? 
I just matching helmet for helmet, saying, you know what, we're going to play smash mouth football. We're going to pound the rock right at you. You find a way to stop us. So far, no answer for it. No answer as the Canes lead 14 to nothing, but the Panthers driving. Again, it's Hogan. Hogan is dropped this time. Not much gain on the play. That time the Canes played it well as Hogan got it to the 21-yard line, picked up three. It'll be second down and seven. Isom has checked back in. He has alternated with Hogan in the Wildcat. So it is second down and a long seven, a short eight. Take your pick. Chewing the clock, Dr. Phillips is. They trail 14-0, but driving left to right here in the third quarter. Isom out of the gun. He takes a snap, and he will run right up the middle. The Canes again play it pretty well as Isom gets to the 18, and that will bring up a third down situation. It will be a third down and six. Winner of this game will play the winner of Apopka, Jacksonville First Coast in the state semifinals. The last score we had was 29-28 Apopka. It's third down here, but you got to bet your bottom dollar that they're in four-down territory. They're certainly not going to try a field goal from here. Isom out of the Wildcat on third down. Again, a kind of a high snap. Isom pulls it down and goes ahead, breaks a tackle to the 10, and he is inside the 10-yard line. It's going to be first and goals. He's brought down at the 8. Boy, Isom running hard. Nashon Smith on the stop, but they're getting... The offensive line is getting a push, and then the running backs are breaking tackles. Yeah, we're just getting a taste of our own medicine and what we do to other people. Dr. Phillips has it first down and goal from the eight-yard line. Isom remains in the game, and you got to think they're going to go with this as long as it keeps working. Why not? Isom will run it. Now he tries to get it to the outside. He's at the... Six-yard line where he's dragged down, so it'll be second down and goal there. Rumpf, Trevon Rumpf with tremendous defense. Now Hogan will go into the game at quarterback to give Isom a break. Hogan is good, but I would rather have him out there than Isom, I think. Line of scrimmage. The six-yard line now is Hogan will take it up the middle, and he is driving for the touchdown, and he is in for a touchdown. Wow. Boy, that was a very impressive drive, and that cuts the lead to 14-6. to hey, He just hit the hole quick, and that's all he's done. Every time he comes in there, every play, he's hit the hole quick. Manatee had no answer for that one. That was just, hey, you know what, we're going to play power football with you and see if you can handle it. Manatee couldn't, he could, they couldn't answer on that one. Absolutely no answer on that drive. It was the one-two punch of Amari Hogan and Daquan Isom give Hogan the touchdown from six yards. And now the extra point attempt, all-important extra point, would cut this lead in half. Schaefer kicks it up, and he kicks it through. So it is 14-7 with 7.02 to go in the third quarter. We'll take a 30-second timeout. 
You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. As a five-time pick by Super Lawyers Magazine as a top Florida attorney and as a longtime supporter of Hurricane Football, Edwin Eddie Mulock brings more than 40 years' experience to the courtroom. Personal injury, wrongful death, medical malpractice, and criminal law, Eddie uses his innate passion for helping people and his extensive knowledge of the law to champion justice. Office is located at 15th Street West in Bradenton. Call 748-2104, 748-2104. For more information, log on to mulocklaw.com. 930 WLSS. 7.02 to go in the third quarter. We'll back at Bill Spoon Stadium with Gene Brown and Danny Carter. This is Dave Bristow. The Hurricanes took a 14-0 lead on a run back on a kickoff by Joe Robinson, 85 yards. But well, just when Dr. Phillips desperately needed something to happen, it did. And they drove the football from their own 35 for a touchdown in the Wildcat with the quarterback just keeping it on every play and finally getting it in for the touchdown. So it's 14-7. Now Schaefer will kick off back deep. Cavius Price, Joe Robinson, and Kelvin McKnight. I doubt they kick it to Robinson here. He just returned one for a touchdown. They will kick it deep, and it will sail into the end zone. Why they didn't do that before, maybe he just missed it. So now Manatee will have it first and 10 at the 20-yard line and need to regain the momentum here. A lot of time left in this football game. Seven minutes to go in the third quarter. You know their defense will be fired up now. Drummond starts the game. Now uh, this drive at quarterback. Johnny Lang, the running back. And Drummond wants to throw. Fires it out to Price. Price breaks a tackle of the 20. And he advances it to the 26-yard line. That's a six-yard pickup on first down. It's second and four. Good job by Price to avoid the initial tackler. He came and read it. He came flying to it. The ball was a little late getting out there. Almost if it was mishandled just a hair. Second down and four for the Hurricanes, driving right to left with a touchdown lead. Two receivers to the right, one to the left. Sloan will... Fake it and throw it out to the far right. Great catch and a first down on the far side. And that was Cavius Price, again, putting a nice move on the defensive back. He caught it out in the flat, advanced it to the 37 for the first down. That was a pickup of 11, Danny, and they got something working on the outside. And they had that working in the first half. I think you stay to it as much as you can and then spread it out. Eventually you'll find McKnight on the receiving end of this. And we have a water break on the field. And while the players cool down, if you need to cool down tonight on this cool night, our reminder that Gator Air Conditioning and Plumbing is home of the stress-free service call. Gator Air is winner of the 2014 Small Business of the Year Award. And, you know, they just formed their new plumbing section. So Gator Air Conditioning is now Gator Air Conditioning and Plumbing. For more information, go to GatorAC.com. Well, I want to remind everyone that uh, when we're back at home, which unfortunately we won't be the rest of this year, but we have two great sign sponsors, one of them being Bright House Sports, that they're carrying tonight's game on Bright House Sports, and First America Bank. First America, a trusted partner for your business, customer-focused, community-strong. 
And this weekend, uh, it's a little bit cool, but hey, never too cool to head out to the beach. You're done with all your turkey. Head out and get some of the great, great seafood at the Beach House, Mar Vista, or Sandbar. And with that being said, I hope everyone had a great Thanksgiving. We still got lots of football this weekend. We've seen a lot of college action. That great game today with Leon Allen getting over 200 for Western Kentucky and the former Manatee High star led the Hilltoppers to a huge upset over Marshall. Yeah, Missouri Tigers come from behind to win over Arkansas. They'll represent the SEC East against the winner of tomorrow's game, I'm assuming. Yeah, tomorrow you've got uh, the Egg Bowl going on and with Mississippi, Mississippi State. You've got Alabama, Auburn in the Iron Bowl. You've got the Gators and Seminoles up in Tallahassee. Wow, a lot of huge football. Georgia, Georgia Tech, good football all over. Here we've got great football as the Canes lead 14-7, 645 to go. In the third quarter, it's first and ten for Manatee. And, Gene, what do you think? You think we're going to keep going airborne as long as they give us that little uh, throw out to Cavius Price? Well, if we keep having success on it, they're going to have to stretch somebody else out there because one-on-one, Cavius and um, Goldie are beating the defensive back and getting at least four to 10, 15 yards. So they may have to spread out, which then will break it up the middle for Johnny. Manatee, first and ten at their own 37. Drummond's at quarterback. Johnny Lang in the backfield. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. And it'll be Johnny Lang running it and being dropped at the line of scrimmage. Maybe a yard loss. Boy, just nothing there for Johnny so far tonight. So it'll be second down and ten. As quick as they are, you almost got at this point look for something in a misdirection play to get them flowing one one way and going back against the grain. Pistol formation. Drummond's at quarterback. Lang the running back. McKnight split to the right. Two receivers to the left as Johnny will get it to the 40-yard line where he's upended. Pickup of three. It'll be third down and seven for the Hurricanes. Third and seven. We're... Midway through the third quarter, Manatee leads by seven. Canes need to keep this drive alive, though. You don't want to turn it back over to Dr. Phillips here. Third down, Drummonds takes the snap, looks, looks, looks. He fires it down, and it is caught for the first down at the 47-yard line. Kelvin McKnight, beautiful throw as the Hurricanes do keep the drive alive. Great pass right there. McKnight runs his route. He gets away from the the defender. They're playing more of a zone. It's a two-deep zone is what they're running right there. And all he did was get behind him, and Drummond delivers right on the money by the sticks. 13-yard pickup, and give the offensive line credit. Drummond's had time to throw, and he delivered it. Pistol formation. Johnny Lang behind Sloan. And Johnny will get it. He powers his way across the 45 to the 43-yard line. That's a pretty good pickup on first down there. Just power football. Johnny Lang got five. The difference in the way they're running the football here as they were in the first half, they're doing the same thing, really, that Dr. Phillips was doing. And Manatee's got an offensive lineman there that just went down trying to get off the field. But what they're doing is they're, they're running the ball. The offensive line is getting a little bit of a push, but they're running quickly with some authority getting up in there. So 
is Bernard Shaw, who's gone down. He had an ankle injury early on, so he's been hampered with it for about a four or five-game stint here. Who's going to check in there, Gene? Seth Walter? Yes. Seth Walter will go in and guard a sophomore, 6'2", 215. Third down. We're going to call it, or second down, rather, and we're going to call it six. Second and six from the 43 of Dr. Phillips. Drummonds wants to throw. He fires it down. It's complete to Pompey. Good move to the 35, and that's another first down for the Hurricanes. Manatee gets another first down. I tell you what, one or two more passes like that, and I tell you, you had Goldie who was running a deep out pattern. He was there wide open, nobody with him. Jordan Pompey ran a nice route. Sloan delivered it for the first down. Ball at the 35 now of Dr. Phillips. Manatee driving right to left with a 14-7 lead. Drummonds will throw again. And he fires it down, and it is caught at the 30-yard line by McKnight, and he advances it to the 28. That was a high throw, but McKnight went way up to get it on the near sideline. Ended up picking up a good six, maybe seven. We'll call it second down and a long three for the Hurricanes. Line of scrimmage, the 28-yard line. Look for more of a power play here. Staten's checked in a tight end. Pistol formation. And it'll be Drummonds, and he will be pulled down and sacked. He faked it to Johnny Lang, and they read it great, and he will be dropped, and that's a huge loss back at the 35-yard line. So it'll be third down and 10 now as the Canes lost seven. I truly believe that that was an intended run play, and he's the one who pulled it because we had two offensive linemen downfield. Third down and 10 for the Canes. Line of scrimmage, the 35. 3-10 to go in the third. Manatee leads 14-7. Drummonds with three receivers to the right, one to the left. Drummonds wants to throw. He has lots of time, and he delivers it, and it is incomplete. Price wants a flag, but there is no flag. Manatee is in no man's territory here at the 35. That ball was delivered in there pretty good. But it was knocked down. Yeah, but they were on his back riding him the whole way. I don't know how they didn't call that pass interference. Canes will. They got the ball at the 35, and they're going to keep the offense out there. Timeout, Hurricanes. So we've got a timeout on the field with three minutes to go in the third quarter. Yeah, that, that ball was delivered right there, and. Boy, Cadius was adamant about wanting the flag, but nothing called. Yeah, from here it looked as if he went through the receiver to get to the ball. So, uh, and uh, you got you got officials back there looking at it, and apparently they didn't think it was pass interference. So. Could have easily been called pass interference, easily. Well, Gene, fourth down and ten. You're at the thirty-five. If so you, you punt it, fifteen. If you punt it in, yeah, the end and zone, you get it in the end punt. zone, you only gain fifteen. Yeah, we're going to punt here. I think it's the right choice. Angle it towards the sidelines and see if you can't luck up with something. Anything inside the 20 is a bonus here if you punt it. Yeah, and we just got a defense has got to step up now. We, you know, we've seen that happen where usually in the first half we give them a big drive and then we step up in the second half. But obviously they did a great job, and I don't even think they're putting a man back deep. They yeah, think they're going to fake bu- it. Yeah, they're not buying it, are they? Nick Knoll just needs to pooch it down there. 
Needs about a 30-yard punt here, guys, as Noel gets it off, and it's very, very high, and it will hit at the 15 and go out of bounds. Well, I guess that's better than, well, they're going to go up now to the 17. So, yeah, we gained a few yards. Plus three. Yeah. <laughs> I don't. Again, I, I, if you're going to give them the ball to the 20, you've got to really try and kick that thing to the 10 and hope for the best inside the 10-yard line. But That ball just kicked back on Yeah. Them. I think the wind got a hold of it a little bit once it got up there. It had a different little spin to it. Yeah, and the wind is blowing pretty hard. Um, it doesn't look like it up on the sticks, but on the goalpost, but it's blowing pretty hard down here on the field. Well, give credit to Manatee's offense, though. They did move the ball. They drive started from their own 20 and kind of flipped the field here. They did flip the field as... Dr. Phillips will drive start from their own 17-yard line. And it's a bad snap. The ball is loose back at the five-yard line, and Dr. Phillips is able to jump on it, ice him. I just shot right through his hands. Yeah, he, he kind of looked away, and yes. then, boom, the ball was by him, so that's a big break. Boy, if the Canes could have pounced on it there. That's the third time, Dave, that he's managed to put the ball on the ground tonight. Now they're going to go back to Hogan here running it. Yeah, they're back at uh, just inside their five-yard line now. It'll be second down and 20. Hogan will run out of his end zone, and he runs straight ahead to the 10 and powers to the 13-yard line. Now it's third down and 15. Yeah, and here comes Norwood. Yeah, I was going to say, you almost have to bring him in. So that's just one bad snap, and it kind of throws your rhythm off. And you're now forced to get out of the Wildcat. We're under two minutes to go in the third. Safe play is a screen play, but Isom's going to go line up wide out there to the left. Actually, I'm sorry. It's third down, and we'll call it 14. Third and 14 as Norwood takes it out of the shotgun. Here come the Canes, and he's trying to set up a screen, and the player catches it at the 10, but he's tackled immediately. And that's going to be a loss. Woody on the stop. Trying to pick out who caught it for Dr. Phillips. That was Macon, Mike Macon. He's our leading receiver. They just tried to set up a little screen there, really, a little wide receiver screen. Now, Danny, they're going to be punting from their own end zone. I thought they were going to try and run the screen to the other side to ice him because he was the middle middle receiver of the three when they had trips on the left. Ethan Schaefer stands in his end zone. Canes have already blocked one punt tonight. McKnight stands back at about the 45. It's a good snap, and the punt is away. Schaefer kicks it right to McKnight at the 40. McKnight to the 35, to the 30. McKnight is driven out of bounds on the far side, but there will be a flag on the play, it appears. Yeah, I think it's a good foul from up here. It was a push in the back. I saw it as he came up, and I think it was Antonio Henderson who got caught with it. The old push in the back. Yeah, and from my angle where McKnight caught the ball, if he had just ran right out of the box, he might have been able to get it, but he looks and tries to wait for the, the um, blockers to come in, and it was a good call. That's what I thought, Gene. Just take off to your right toward you. Yeah, because he was as soon as he catches it, he looked down to see if he was just running full speed, he's probably up the field for a touchdown. Well, the Canes will still have Excellent field position. Yeah, just about a little bit farther back from where we just punted from. So, um, but we held them, and you got to we got to get a break here to get two scores up. So the Hurricanes will drive start from the Dr. Phillips 45 yard line with just 47 seconds to go in the third quarter. 
14-7, Canes lead. Manatee's offense back out on the field. Sloan Drummond's at quarterback. Drummond's will give it off to Lang. Lang to the 40. Lang now sidesteps a man to the 37-yard line. That's one of Johnny's, probably his best run of the night. Yeah, eight-yard pickup there, definitely his run, best run of the night for sure. Yeah, but they've really spread out defensively now because they, you know, they said, hey, are we going to let them just continue to throw the ball outside or are we going to try to, to stop that a little bit? So they've spread their defensive line and their linebackers farther out. Second down and two. Drummonds and Lang in the backfield for the Canes. And it'll be Johnny Lang fighting for the first down. He won't get it. He gets back to the line of scrimmage. That's it. It'll be third down and two, and that'll do it for the third quarter. Manatee leads 14-7. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. MNL Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. MNL features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. MNL understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. MNL Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee. Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine proudly supports Manatee High School and Hurricanes football. Dr. Dan Lamar, a former Hurricane, is the team's medical director. Dr. Lamar and the staff of experts at Coastal Orthopedics are recognized leaders in sports medicine and wellness technology. And with offices in West Bradenton, East Bradenton, and Lakewood Ranch, they're always close by. Details online at CoastalOrthopedics.com. CoastalOrthopedics.com. Coastal Orthopedics and Sports Medicine, keeping you in the game. 930 WLSS. We're on the campus of Orlando Dr. Phillips High School, Bill Spoon Stadium with Gene Brown and Danny Carter. This is Dave Bristow, Phil Dudevaugh, handling the statistics tonight. And the Hurricanes, as we start the fourth quarter, have the football third down and three. Lang actually lost a yard on that last carry. Boy, this is huge here for Manatee. The line of scrimmage is in between the 37 and 38-yard line, and Manatee basically has two downs to get really two and a half yards. It could be a backbreaker if they can get this first down here for Dr. Phillips because then it keeps that drive alive and going. I'll tell you an interesting score. I mean, I'm sure he just showed it over there to you, but uh, here's the other region game that we're looking at here. Apopka leads 42-28 over First Coast. So they have a two-touchdown lead, and that's what Manatee is trying to do right here as they lead by one TD, 14-7. As we get ready to start the final quarter, the winner on to the state semifinals. Will it be our Manatee Hurricanes or the homestanding Dr. Phillips Panthers? We'll know shortly. First things first, and with that, we need a first down. Sloan Drummonds comes out in the shotgun. Two receivers to the left, one to the right. Lang is the setback on third and three from the 38. Drummonds wants to throw, has plenty of time, fires it down, and it is caught by Cavius Price. A beautiful catch at the 10-yard line. What a throw and catch, and Manatee has the football. There's a flag at the end of the play, Dave, right where he was tackled. It might be a horse collar or a face mask right here. 
Well, that'd be half the distance if it, should it is. Should be a Danny. face mask on. Uh, what? Oh man, Gene Sloan just—you couldn't have laid it in there any better. You couldn't have run the ball up there and handed it any better. It is a face mask, and give Cavius Price a lot of credit for hanging in there. Yeah, no, that was a great throw. He finally put a little touch on something. We've said all year that he throws the ball, nice ball in certain places, but put a little touch. That touch was there, and you know they were selling out for the run. Hurricanes are in the Chuck Brown Wells Fargo Financial Advisor Red Zone. See what Chuck can do for you. Visit wellsfargoadvisors.com. Drummond's in the game at quarterback. Where did they put the ball down? Nine yard About line. About the nine yard line. Nine yard line where it's first down and goal. Johnny Lang is in the game at quarterback. Staten the blocking back. Johnny. Trying to get some room to his right. Johnny getting to the outside to the five. Johnny is in the end zone for a touchdown. Johnny Lang from nine yards. Canes lead 20 to seven. I'll tell you what, give a lot of credit up front there. Sam Koo on that right side did a good job on his block, but Staten sealed his man extremely well, which allowed Johnny to kick it out to the right and find his way to the end zone. That was a four-play, 45-yard drive, a nine-yard touchdown by Johnny Lang. Nick Noll on to try the extra point with Kelvin McKnight holding. Snap is good. Hold is good. Nick Noll rams it through. Canes lead 21-7. All scoring recaps brought to you by our good friend Brad Meek and Buccaneer Pond. Whether you're buying or selling, the only place you need to go is Buccaneer Pond. Well, I feel a little better now. With 11.41 to go in our game, the Canes open up a 21-7 lead. Manatee led 14 to nothing after that terrific kickoff return by Joe Robinson. But, boy, Dr. Phillips answered with a long, methodical drive. Then Manatee gets the football back and answers. The question will be, will they turn around and run the same offense that they've been doing? Didn't have any success with that bad snap. He went through the hands, backed him into a corner, and they had to give the ball back up. Danny, I don't know. I don't know if you can or not. I don't know if you can kill that much time. I guess you can if you're going to chew up what they did two drives ago, right? Well, are you going to continue to count on lightning in a bottle with Isom and hoping that he can break a long one to, to really get a quick scoring threat? Or do you turn around and just say, hey, well, this is what we're going to do. We're going to have to pass the ball. Nick Noll does have the wind here in the fourth quarter. Yeah, we got a couple different returners back on this one. You're going to have Hogan on the far side, and 14 is on our near side over here this time. Jeremiah Harris, a senior. They took a physical beating on that one score for their touchdown, so I don't know if they can continue to do that. Nick Noll approaches the ball, and he hits it, and it will be picked up at the five by Hogan. He gets to the 10, to the 15, to the 20, to the 30, and he goes out of bounds at the 35-yard line. Well, that's a nice return of 25 yards by Hogan, and just like that, they're at the 35-yard line. The Canes have a 21-7 lead. Yeah, about 15 more yards than you wanted him to get. There's one that you really was hoping Nick would get into and get in the end zone, but unfortunately... That ball, it almost looked like a knuckle a little bit. It was a low liner as opposed to one he got up high and let the wind carry it. Well, he made a nice job of fielding the ball. Yeah, he hit it really uh, high on the ball instead of low and getting underneath it. And I think he was trying to overkick it. And sometimes it tends to uh, do that at least once a game. Hogan is in the game. 
in the Wildcat. Hogan takes the snap, and he will run it to the left side, to the 40, to the 45, and he is knocked out of bounds on the Manatee side of the field at the 47-yard line. Boy, the Canes need to get some answers for this Wildcat in a hurry. That time they load up on the right side. He just ran back against the grain. They had him outnumbered on the left here. Robinson finally knocked him out of bounds, but not before a huge gain and into Manatee territory. Hogan remains in the game at quarterback. Takes the snap, and again, it's just a straight run as he is dancing around, and he gets a flag thrown as he goes down at the 43. That's going to be a hold, though. Yeah, that's in the area of holding, and there goes another flag. That's between Manatee and the Dr. Phillips guy going out. There's going to be a personal foul. On Manatee, I think. Yeah, that's coming on Manatee. Yeah, but their their players uh, for Dr. Phillips are laying on top of our guys, grinding it in. We're just getting it back. So. so there's a hold against Dr. Phillips and a personal foul against the good guys. So you walk off 10. Let's see. Let's watch how they do. They're going to walk the 10 off and 15 the other way. Just walk five from there forward. <laughs> well, the problem is. That would have been second down and long, first down and long, rather. And now it's going to be second and about, uh, what, four? Well, no, it's closer than that. They put the ball down at the 40, so it'll be second and about three. So Phillips gained big time on that. It's a dead ball, personal foul, but with the dead ball, the holding, so it's first down because they'll repeat first down because of the holding. So they'll take that all day. Dr. Phillips will. Quarterback takes the snap, and he is running up the middle across the 40 to the 35-yard line. That'll be good enough for the first down. Hogan runs the ball strong, I'll tell you that. Clock will start after they mark the first down. Manatee's just got to stay in their assignments. Don't leave that outside containment because he's cutting back on a lot of plays. Isom checked in now. Isom out of the Wildcat. Isom will run it to the right. He breaks the tackle and goes down across the 30 at about the 25-yard line, just shy of the 25, short of the first down. Yeah, and they're doing a good job at rotating that uh, the quarterback into the Wildcat because they just feel that, hey, we're going to wear him down, wear him down, and then Isom will come in and break one. Second down and two. Isom. In the game at quarterback, 10.30 to go in our game. Isom will run right up the middle, and he powers to the 15 to the 14-yard line. That's 12 yards. And, again, Manatee just doesn't have any answer for this Wildcat. Now, the offensive line, actually, they're getting to the linebackers and getting that extra push, so he's got plenty of room to run the football. Just when Manatee gets a two-score lead, a Popka comes Roaring back. I hate to say that, but and we do hear that roar, the Panther roar. Isom gets the ball and he will keep it this time. Manatee plays it well and knocks Isom down at the 14 yard line. So that's no gain on the play. Nashawn Smith. Well, we need a couple of those just to wind the clock. Yeah, Isom will come out and we'll go back to Hogan again. Second down and 10. Well, you know what's coming here. There's certainly no surprise. 
Hogan will run it to the right side, and he breaks a tackle, and he is inside the five, and he's fighting for the end zone, and he is in. He should be in. Yes, he is. They just pushed him in. Sure did. They just pushed him into the end zone for a touchdown. With 9.37 to go, it's now 21-13. Boy, our defense is getting beat up out there. Well, Manatee's just going to have to answer the call and come right back, eat up some clock, and drive it the other way now. Well, you know, we're just going to have to put not eight or nine right there. Yeah, just get inside the box and say, hey, here we go. Extra point attempt now by Schaefer. Try to cut the Manatee lead to seven. Snap is decent, and the kick is good. So it's 21-14. We'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. When it comes to excellence in football, nobody beats the Manatee Hurricanes. When it comes to excellence in body shops, nobody beats Costantino. Costantino Body Shop specializes in collision repair with cutting-edge equipment and technology. Costantino helps you with your insurance claims and gets you back on the road. Life moves fast, and Costantino keeps you moving. 9th Street West in Bradenton. Details online at ConstantinoBodyShop.com. Bradenton's oldest and most trusted paint and body shop, Costantino Body Shop. 930 WLSS. 21 to 14, the Canes lead. Manatee led at halftime 7 to nothing. A defensive struggle has turned into uh, both teams playing well offensively. Manatee getting uh, a touchdown on special teams also. And that's the difference in the game right now. So Dr. Phillips will kick off against the win right to left. Price in the middle, flanked by Joe Robinson and Kelvin McKnight. Robinson on the far side. He already has one return for a touchdown tonight. Let's see how Dr. Phillips plays it here. And they will kick it right to Joe. Joe grabs it at the 10 to the 15. Getting to the middle field of the 20 to the 25. And he is dragged down, and there's a flag on the play at the 28-yard line. So Robinson is stopped at the 28. He signaled a hold on the Hurricanes on the return. That'll cost the Canes 10. With 9.27 to go, Manatee leads by a touchdown, but they will have to drive start deep in their own territory at the 15. Yeah, it, it seems like when we return the ball, we need to be going upfield, not across field, and that's where it hurts us. Drummond's in the game at quarterback. He sends two receivers to the left, one to the right, as Johnny... As his setback. Now Price goes in motion, and Drummonds will keep it across the 15 to the 16, maybe 17. A short pickup on first down. Give him two. It'll be second and eight. Second down and eight. Drummonds 
out of the shotgun. Sloan will give off to Johnny, and he has dropped after a yard gain. So it'll be third and seven, 8.40 to go in our game. Canes lead 21-14. What will James Booth, the offensive coordinator, dial up here on third and seven? Manatee sends two receivers to the near side, one to the far side. That would be Kelvin McKnight. Drummonds takes the snap, wants to throw, wants to throw long to McKnight, and he overthrows him at midfield. McKnight had a step on his man. He sure did. He had him right there, beat big time, and the ball just actually sailed to the outside of him rather than being to the inside throws it to the inside he's got it but he threw it to the too far the outside over the outside shoulder there so manatee will have to punt it away here and dr phillips should get good field position they have two return men back Isom's the deep guy there dave Boy, Nick Knoll really needs to boom one here. He averages 36 yards a punt. He needs about 46 on this one as Knoll gets it off, and it is fielded by Isom at the 45, and he is dropped at, no, he's not. He breaks the tackle to midfield, still on his feet, and he goes to about the 36-yard line. Wow, what a great return. Boy, he was he was stopped by three Hurricanes. So now with 7.50 to go in our game, they have outstanding field position. The Panthers do at the Hurricane 34-yard line. And when the Manatee defense has stood up and to all tests all year, and now they need to do it right now. Hogan out of the Wildcat. Fourth quarter, 7.50 to go. 21-14 Canes. Hogan out of the Wildcat that's been so effective here in the second half. Hogan will run to the right side. He's trying to get to the outside, but the Canes are there to corral him after about a three-yard gain on the far side. That was Rumpf chasing him down. So it'll be second down and seven. That time, excellent pursuit by the Canes. Forced him to the outside, made the play. And I think they know they got the Kings defense a little winded. They're back up there and going quick. Hogan. And there's movement. That should be a legal procedure. Yeah, everybody moved except for the center on that one. That'll be helpful. So that makes it second down and 12. 7-17 7-17 to go in our game. Again, the winner advancing to the state semifinals. Apopka, last time we checked, led first coast by two touchdowns. Isom has checked into the game in the Wildcat. Isom takes the snap, and he will run to the right. He breaks a tackle to 30. Isom to the 10-yard line. What a run by Isom. As he broke a tackle and bounced it to the outside, and again, Manatee just cannot stop this Wildcat. They have no answer at all. They haven't stopped it yet. You know, you get one play, you stop for about three-yard gain. But other than that, they have just come right at smash mouth. 
and pushing Manatee completely off the football. They're going to say a knee went down at the 12. Isom stays in the game. Manatee desperately needs a stop as Isom gets it, and he advances it ahead for a couple yards. It'll be second down and eight. Boy, you, you rough on the stop. Danny, it's amazing because – all they're going to do is run. Yeah, and they, you know, here's the go-to guy who's been successful inside the 10. Hogan's in, ice him out. Amer Hogan, second down and eight. Hogan takes the snap. He'll run to the left, trying to bounce it to the outside to the five, and he's in the end zone. Manatee had players all around him, and he was able to bounce it to the outside, and now Dr. Phillips is a point away from tying this game. They have just run the ball down our throat in the second half. You just know two ways about it. Not much you can say about it. They've just come out and said, <laughs> we're just going to pound it and see if he can stop it. And so far, man, if he can't stop it. Give a lot of credit to their Wildcat quarterbacks and their offensive line. And the receivers are also blocking well. Here's the extra point that could tie the game. And now all of a sudden, Dr. Phillips calls a timeout. They call a timeout with 6.20 to go. 21-20. Manatee still leads. We'll take a 30-second timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Former Hurricane Chuck Howard knows what it takes to be on a championship team. Howard Leasing is proud to sponsor the Hurricanes and ready to champion solutions for your employee leasing needs. Big business, small business. Howard Leasing covers it all from payroll processing and workers' comp to human resources and employee benefits. Get on the winning team with Chuck Howard and all the pros at Howard Leasing. Details available online at howardleasing.com. Again, that's howardleasing.com. WLSS, Sarasota. Welcome back to Bill Spoon Stadium on the campus of Dr. Phillips High School in Orlando. Manatee has had the lead most of this game, but Dr. Phillips, with an extra point, will tie it at 21, 620 to go in our game. Schaefer will try to tie it up here. Maybe the Canes can get a block. Snap is a good one. The kick is up, and it's good. So it's 21-21, and the Canes are going to have to do it on offense. Gene, I mean, what are you seeing down there? I mean, uh, um, they're just running and putting all the people on, trying to get a body on a body and letting the great athletic running back take it right to them, and it's working right now. But, again, we have to have an offensive drive here, try to get a score, because if, if we don't get any type of score at all, then we're going to you know, be looking at and I think we'll be on our heels. But just we've had an opportunity. The pass that uh, was thrown to Calvin that on third down last was right there. I mean, right there. Calvin didn't look in time. If he looks in time, you know, he catches it. But, you know, I mean, it's a timing pattern, and you've got to do it. We've got to have some more of that. We've got to stay aggressive offensively, too. So we're tied at 21, and it doesn't matter that they don't have the wind here as far as when they have the offense. I'm talking about Dr. Phillips because they're running the football. That's all they're doing. Schaefer will be kicking off. Robinson and McKnight on either side in the middle. 
is Cavius Price. And it's a pooch kick that Price will take at the 10. Price straight ahead to the 15, to the 20, and he will go down on the far sidelines. Let's wait and see where they mark him. So it'll be up to Manatee's offense now. They got him stepping out about 22, it looked like, but there's a flag down right. There's got to be a face mask. It's going to be a face mask on us, I think. Wow, you don't see face mask on the team carrying the football much. No, it's against them. Against them, so... Yeah, so 15 farther from them. But I, at first, I mean, our guy looked like he had it on theirs, and I didn't know if he was going to throw it or not. But he called it. A, okay, thank you very much. Yeah, they Danny, are. they said he went out about the 27. Yeah. So, so this is going to give us very good field position. Drive starting from about the – they're going to mark it at the 43-yard line. Well, that helps, <laughs> to say the least. Big time. So Manatee with excellent starting field position after the penalty, first and 10. At their own 43-yard line, and there's timeout on the field for a water break, and that gives us a chance to tell you about Gator Air Conditioning and Plumbing. They are home with a stress-free service call. They're also winner of the 2014 Small Business of the Year Award. They offer service, repair, installation of AC services, and all plumbing services. They just added plumbing. For information, go to GatorAC.com. And right here, our score... 21-21, the Hurricanes have it first and 10 at their own 43, driving left to right, and, man, uh, it's all come down to this. Hey, started the game, we knew it was going to be close, we figured it would be tight, but uh, you know, Manatee's wandered two 14-point leads already, so they just got to get back on track. If they can find a way to move the ball, eat up clock, and really and truly uh, look for more like a five-minute drive here to punch it in rather than score something quick because right now the defense needs A to rest and B for Jim Phelan to come up with something over there with these guys defensively. Winner of this game will play the winner of Apopka Jacksonville First Coast. That score is 42 to 34 with Apopka still up. What a shootout that is. That game being played up in Jacksonville. So the Hurricanes have to get it done offensively and then hope the defense can figure out the quarterback running the football. Never seen anything like it. 50-34 now. Phil Dudevois updates us on the Apopka game, Apopka leading. Here again, it's 21-21, and we are set to go. Drummond's in the game at quarterback. Johnny Lang, the running back. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Now Drummond's running to the sideline to get another play, it looks like. Manatee looks a little confused. Now they've got it going. Drummond's out of the gun. And he will give off to Johnny, and Johnny gets nothing. So it'll be second down and 10 from the 43-yard line. Well, there's uh, no room for error here because we're tied. Before we had the seven-point lead, you certainly don't want to kick it away to them when it's tied. So you need to 
march the football down and at least get a field goal here. Offensive line's getting no push whatsoever. They're getting whipped by that front forward, Dr. Phillips. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Drummonds may have to go airborne. Sloan will throw the football, and he chucks it down incomplete. Overthrew his receiver, McKnight. McKnight was open, but that ball sailed. Yeah, wide open and just a high throw. That ball's got to be down. Hit him in the numbers. That's an easy first down. Now you're faced with a third and ten, and Boy, First Coast may dial up a blitz here. We haven't seen that tonight out of this team, but they may dial it up here. Third and ten. Boy, the momentum definitely on the side of the home team. 5.32 to go in our game. We're tied at 21. Drummonds with three receivers to the right, one to the left. Sloan will roll. Now he'll throw up. He'll throw it back to Lang, and Johnny grabs it. There's a flag on the play. That'll be pass interference. He grabbed Johnny Lang as he was going. That's a definite pass interference. So Manatee will get another down. Well, even if they say incomplete, the the ball looked like it was caught. No, that ball was caught, and they're calling pass interference on defense. Yeah, so we take the penalty, obviously. Yeah, and Dr. Phillips did a good job at covering that, and Johnny did a good job at coming back, so... Obviously, we're going to take the penalty in the first down. Yeah, get the first down and keep the drive alive. Yeah, that was a great play by Johnny coming back, and he did catch it, and the flag was thrown on first coast. 15 yards in the first down. Got to like that. So that keeps the drive alive on a third and long. Line of scrimmage now, the 42 of first coast. Manatee driving left to right. Three receivers to the right, one to the left. Sloan takes it out of the gun, gives off to Johnny. Johnny breaks a tackle. He's to the 30. Johnny's still on his feet, driving to the 25-yard line. Johnny Lang with 17 yards on that carry. Longest run of the night there for Johnny. And that time he just he got through the hole and put his head down, got up underneath one of the guys trying to tackle him. He just kind of whiffed at him and picked up another four or five yards before the guy came from behind to catch him. 5.15 to go in our game. We're tied at 21. First and 10 for the Canes. Drummond's out of the gun. Drummond's will give off to Johnny again. He gets back to the line and that's it. Second down and 10. So the Canes... Running some clock here. We're under five minutes to go in the game. Johnny actually lost a yard on that. They set it down at the 26. Manatee needs a big play here on second and long. Two receivers to either side. Drummonds takes the snap. He is rolling to the near side. Rolling, rolling. Now he'll throw at the last minute. And it is... Caught by McKnight. What a catch on the far sideline. Wow, that's a first down. What a great job of coming back to the football. The ball was a little underthrown, and he came back to get it. Danny, that's a 14-yard pickup. The Hurricanes are back in the Chuck Brown Wells Fargo Financial Advisor red zone. First and 10 for the Canes. Line of scrimmage, the 13. Drummonds will give off to Lang. Lang runs up the middle, and he doesn't get much, maybe a yard to the 12. Let's wait and see where they spot it. 
Right now, the clock is your friend. You just let that thing run and run and run. And they're going to give him really no gain. It'll be second and ten. Second and ten for the Hurricanes. 3.45 to go in our game. We are tied at 21. Manatee has the football in between the 12 and 13-yard line of Dr. Phillips. Two receivers to either side. Drummond's out of the gun. Sloan. Got a flag delay again. Delay a game. Yeah, that's costly. That was a quick delay, though. Boy, that's a costly delay a game. And you had State and it checked in. They were getting set up to run the football. You, know, you got the tight end out there. Let's see if they don't stay with the same play again. Because I, I think, Johnny, if you can bounce him to the outside, if State can seal his man inside, he'll have some running room out there. And I'm going to put my money on Johnny every time if he's got to go against a, a defensive back. Line of scrimmage, the 17-yard line, second down and 15. Drummond's out of the gun. Sloan takes the snap. He gives off to Johnny. Johnny busting ahead to the 10. Johnny to the 6-yard line. Johnny Lang with a tremendous run. It'll be third down, though, short of the first down by about five. Johnny got 11. That time, Dr. Phillips came with a blitz coming off the corner out there. It came off as kind of like a corner blitz and really outside linebacker snuck up and shot in we're under three minutes to go in our game it is third down and five the football at the six yard line drummond will give off to johnny again johnny bounces to outside to the five johnny's in for a touchdown a touchdown for johnny lang canes lead 27 21 there's a flag I'm telling you, it's coming back because here he comes talking to him. Chop block. (laughs) That's a 10-yard huge penalty right there. I did not see that flag. I didn't notice until he came running out to talk to the head referee, and I see you knew there was a flag there. It's 15-yard or two. That's huge. And they threw it right away, so he must have thought he saw something. That's back at the 21-yard line now. It's third down and 20. Mm. Boy, just when you thought Manatee maybe had sealed the deal. Well, Staten's out. Isaiah Goldie checked in. I I still, if I'm going to throw it, I'm going to throw it across the middle and find me somebody there. I may give it to Lang and try to set up a field goal, and they're going to throw long. They got a man down in the end zone. And it is incomplete. Incomplete. Cavius Price. He had him, too. He had him there, just let him just a little much, but that ball was right there. Well, this is going to be a long field goal, guys, about 38 yards. He's got the wind with him. If he doesn't try to overkick it, he's going to kick it right down the middle. 241 to go in the game. Manatee seemingly had a touchdown, but it was a chop block, and that Move the ball way back, and now it'll be an attempt. Well, they'll put it down to 24, so it'll be a 34-yard attempt. No, I'm sorry, they'll put it down to 29, so it'll be a 39-yard attempt. It's a high snap. McKnight gets it down. Noel gets it up, and it's good. Nick Noel drilled it. 39-yard field goal by Nick Noel. Good job by Kelvin McKnight getting it down. And the Canes lead 24-21. 
Well, now it's up to the defense, guys. First of all, it's up to the kicker. He's going to have to kick this thing in the end zone. He can't let him return his thing out to the 35, so you need to get the ball deep. That was a 10-play, 36-yard drive, capped off by a 39-yard field goal by Nick Knoll. All scoring recaps brought to you by Buccaneer Pond. Whether you're buying or selling, visit Buccaneer Pond. What do they got, two timeouts, Danny? Two. Yep. Nick Knoll. And I, you know, we know exactly what we're going to see. I mean, they're just going to run, run, run. They're not going to attempt to pass it. So, How's the wind, Gene, right now? There is no wind virtually. So just kick the ball like normal. And, I mean, down on the field here, I don't feel any. But look at the flags. They are to his back. Yeah, there's a flag down the way towards the parking lot just standing straight out. So he does have a little bit behind him here. Yeah, and they have Isom in now and back where before they haven't had him in until uh, this kick return. Knoll just booted a 39-yarder to put the Canes out in front. Nick Knoll now kicking off, and he kicks it high. He kicks it deep into the end zone. Great job by Nick Knoll. So, 2.36 to go. And the defense now will just have to hold. Well, they need to get up here. They, they've got to make some tackles. They've got to stop this gashing run plays that they've had. If nothing else, maybe they can force a turnover right here. Get in there, knock the ball loose, cover it up, and seal this game. 2.36 to go in our game. Canes lead 24-21. In the game, Hogan at quarterback. Amari Hogan. Out of the Wildcat. Hogan takes the snap. He's running right up the middle, but he'll be dropped. At the 22 for only a two-yard pickup. That play takes a lot of time. And Manatee jumping all around as they're going to not call timeout. They'll just need to get on the ball. They'll get right up there. And Hogan will take the snap again. And he sidesteps a man to the 25, and he's driven back. He got forward progress to the 26, so it'll be third and four. Two plays, they got to stop them right here. It's four down territory no matter what. Under two minutes to go now. Under two minutes to go. The Hurricanes trying to hold off this Dr. Panther or Dr. Phillips Panther team. 150 to go. And now they call a timeout with 151 where they let some time go off the clock before they called their second timeout. So we've got 151 to go in our game. Manatee leads 24 21. We'll take a timeout. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football, presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Galati Yacht Sales wishes the Hurricanes the best of luck this season. Team Galati has been committed to exceeding the expectations of our customers for over 40 years. Just as the Hurricanes are highly ranked on the football field, Galati Yacht Sales is ranked the number one marine dealer in America by Boating Industry Magazine. So whether you're buying, selling, or servicing your boat, you can count on Team Galati's highly trained staff to take care of all your needs. For more information, go to galatiyachts.com. 930 WLSS. Third down and four, back to action. Isom in the game now at the Wildcat position. Isom takes a snap, he fumbles it, he picks it up, and he breaks it to the 30, out to the 39-yard line. Wow, the snap was fumbled. Isom went down, picks it up, and then advances it to the 39. How many more times can you get lucky enough to cover up the balls? He's dropped four to the ground tonight and has lucked up and gotten them back. 
And the clock stops momentarily for the first down. Then they start it. We're at 140. Back in the game is Hogan at quarterback. 135 to go. Hogan takes the snap. Hogan's going to throw it. Hogan is in the pocket. Now he will be almost sacked. He breaks the tackle. And now he breaks another tackle. And he goes down finally at the 30-yard line by Antonio Henderson. Wow. That was a heck of a play by Hogan, breaking two tackles, but finally, finally getting sacked, and they have to call their final timeout. Back, way back at the 30-yard line, Danny. They ended up losing nine yards. That I don't was, know how that he got bizarre. out of it. Yeah, I mean, and, and what a weird time to decide you're going to throw the football, and they only had one guy going out in a pass pattern, got two guys back there in coverage, so they had it covered up from the start. Whew. Wow. We'll take a breath. Uh, they're going to have to continue to try and do the same thing. I mean, a second down and long, and I mean a real line, it's going to be 19, second and 19 at their own 30-yard line. So do you go back and run the football and try and bust one out of there, or are you going to have to decide, hey, we're going to throw the football? I haven't seen Norwood go into that huddle yet. So, I almost think it's time to bring the young man in, don't you? <laughs> you got to wonder. I mean, how long are you going to wait it out? First of all, you've Here got. Here he comes, yep. <laughs> yeah, you've got second down and 19 right now. So you've got to, first of all, get the first down. The problem is, if you don't get the first down, the clock continues to roll. Right. So the quarterback who started the game is back in the game now, Norwood. Yeah, and Isom's in the slot over there on the right side, Dave. Norwood has two receivers to the right, one. To the left, Norwood out of the shotgun. Norwood, and they'll do a reverse. Hogan has the football. Hogan looks like he wants to throw it, and he turns the corner and goes out of bounds on the far side around the 40. Delvin Mays chasing him on the far side. Good pursuit. They're going to say he didn't get out, though, and the clock is rolling. We're down to 103. They say he didn't get out of bounds. Dollar stopping it. When are they stopping it? I don't know. What? I wonder why they're. Now they're cranking it back up. Okay. Here we go. All right, down to 56 seconds. That's been a football That's ridiculous. Set the ball. They were saying give them some time to set the ball because they're inefficient. And it's third down now, down to 45 seconds. Third and nine from the 40-yard line of Dr. Phillips. Quarterback Norwood scrambling to the near side. He fires it incomplete, incomplete at the 38-yard line. He threw it, and it would have been virtually no gain on the play, even if he caught it. So 37 seconds. It's fourth down and nine. This is it, ladies and gentlemen. If the Canes can hold here, they will move on to the state semifinals. They need to get a first down of nine yards to keep the drive alive. Now let's see if... Quanzie Jackson can get off that corner out there right here and make him hurry the pass. Throw it sooner than he wants to throw it. Norwood in the shotgun. Two receivers to the left. Now they send a man in motion and have three receivers to the left. One to the right. Fourth and nine. Norwood takes the snap. Here come the Canes. Norwood scrambling to his right. He lost it downfield. It's incomplete. It's incomplete. The Canes have held, and Manatee is going to win this football game. The sideline going crazy. The fans standing up on the far side. 
as Manatee's defense rises up and holds Dr. Phillips, and Manatee will just have to fall on the ball because Dr. Phillips has no timeouts left. 37-game home win streak comes to a close five years. It's been since they've lost here in the Canes come across here and come away with a huge, huge victory. Unbelievable. Do we go under center or do we go to shotgun? Shotgun. Stay, yeah, where, you're, stay yeah. where you're comfortable. Yeah, shotgun and just go down on a knee. Just don't even do anything. He's going under center, though. <laughs> oh, my goodness. The, the snapper, our center, is going right-handed this game. All right, Sloan Drummonds will just go down on a knee, and that's going to do it. The Manatee Hurricanes are going to move on to the state semifinals. Wow. What a game here at Dr. Phillips High School. Manatee's not going to have to take another snap, and the Canes are celebrating, and why not? Apopka, it appears, is going to win that game. They're up 50-40. to 40. So we're going to be right back here next week. Three, two, one. Manatee wins 24-21. Let's head to the state semifinals. The Manatee Hurricanes victorious over a very talented Orlando Dr. Phillips team, a team that was ranked number one in 8A. But the Canes come in here and snap a long five-year home winning streak for Dr. Phillips and get the win. And what a year, and it will continue, ladies and gentlemen. And that means we'll be back at Beef O'Brady's for Hurricane Hotline. And we're going to have some interviews and much, much more as the Hurricanes defeat Dr. Phillips, Chuck Sandberg, Chad Choate stopping by. And uh, they did a great job tonight, assistant coaches for the Canes. And just one happy scene here as Manatee gets the win. We'll take a timeout, and we'll be back for the Shake Pit postgame show. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football. Presented by Conley Buick, GMC. Hurricane fans, if you're in the market for a newer pre-owned vehicle, Perkins Automotive Group is your low-price leader. Perkins has a great selection of new cars featuring Chrysler, Jeep, Dodge, Mitsubishi, and Nissan. And don't forget, Perkins has the very best deals on pre-owned vehicles. Family-owned and operated for over 60 years. Visit Perkins on 1st Street and on Cortez Road in Bradenton. Or go online at Perkins.com. C1 Bank is proud to support the Manatee Hurricanes. C1 Bank is a true community bank. Clients first, community first. Whether it's your personal account or business account, C1 Bank will do everything possible to meet all your financial needs. C1 Bank has 28 banking centers from the greater Tampa Bay area to southwest Florida, including three locations in Manatee County. For more information, visit C1Bank.com and go Canes! M&L Cabinets is a proud supporter of the Manatee Hurricanes. Bring your home to life with cabinetry solutions for any room. M&L features top quality products, including medallion cabinetry. M&L understands your desire to create a room that is both functional and stylish while maintaining a budget. M&L Cabinets is family owned and operated in Manatee County since 1995. Visit our showroom at 7459 Manatee Avenue West and online at mlcabinets.com. 
You've heard of Black Friday doorbuster deals. Well, don't miss Lumber Liquidator's floorbuster deals. Get incredible discounts on your favorite floors at one-time-only prices. There's never been a better time to get a great deal on pre-finished hardwoods, hand-scraped hardwoods, gorgeous bamboo, top-quality laminates, and get 26-month special financing. Plus, get even more floorbuster discounts in our stores. The sale ends Tuesday, so these deals will not wait until after the holidays. Visit LumberLiquidators.com to find a store near you. This Saturday is Super Saturday at Kohl's. Shop over 100 early bird specials till 1 p.m. And take an extra 15% off all toys, already 10 to 40% off. Save 45 to 55% on sleepwear for the family, 50 to 60% on outerwear for the family, and 55% off trim a tree. Plus, only once a year, get $15 Kohl's cash for every 50 spent. This Saturday at Kohl's Super Saturday. Find your yes. Kohl's. Welcome back, everyone, to Dr. Phillips High School, where the Manatee Hurricanes have snapped a five-year home game winning streak of the Orlando Dr. Phillips Panthers tonight by upending the top-ranked Panthers. They were the top-ranked 8A team in the state, 24-21. to On the road, we'll be back on the road next week. Probably to pay a popco. We don't know for sure. I don't think that game has gone final yet, but it should be shortly. Gene Brown, a happy bunch of canes down there. Yes, they are. And then we didn't have our best game at times, but we came together when we needed to. Got that final drive and that field goal to, to put us ahead. And you know what? We're uh, first Canaan or first regional championship. Your coach Booth and. Uh, Obviously, it's never happened before to other than Coach Canan, so congratulations to Coach Booth. Yeah, they've got uh, Nick Knoll. They're, they're prating around because Knoll had the 39-yard field goal, the game winner for the Hurricanes after a penalty. We thought Johnny Lang was in the end zone. And, you know, it's kind of ironic, guys. When Dr. Phillips went to the Wildcat, it was so effective we couldn't stop him, but at the end it was the demise because they took their quarterback out. He had no rhythm when they tried to stick him back in, and you can't go the full length of the field in two minutes running the Wildcat. It's virtually impossible unless you break a couple of long runs. Yeah, no rhythm whatsoever, and, and not even to, to make it even worse, not only could you got, not get any rhythm, they didn't even let him throw the football. Yeah, right. They were trying to get Hogan to throw the football twice on that last drive. So they were trying to surprise Manatee. I can tell you this much. Practice Thursday, they must have run that play a dozen times. They were keeping a close eye on that one the entire time. All right, Gene, are you going to catch up with uh, anybody down there? Where's Coach Phelan? That's the one I'd like to talk to tonight. Got Antonio here, too, to try to get him <laughs> oh, on Antonio. the newspaper reporter. He had a terrific game tonight. Uh, meanwhile, we'll check in with uh, Phil. You got any final stats? What did Johnny end up with, Phil? Johnny ended up, for the first time this season, I think except for Ware County, he ended up under 100 yards, 92 yards on 24 carries. But he was the reason that we ended up running the clock so low at the end of the game. We ran on first down, even though it wasn't working for most of the night. We ran on first down, ran the clock, and then we would throw second, third, and fourth down if we needed to, and he ran the clock down so that Dr. Phillips didn't have any time at the end of the game. Well, he had under 100, but ironically, he would have had over 100 if not for that chalk block on uh, the final play of the game as we're trying to take care of some housekeeping up here. 
at uh, Dr. Phillips as the Hurricanes victorious tonight, 24 to 21, and Manatee will move on to the regional championship, uh, the state semifinals after winning the regional championship, and that probably will be a popka. But again, we're waiting to go final there. Gene's going to talk to Antonio Henderson here. Gene, go ahead. All right, thank you, Dave. We're down here with Antonio Henderson. Uh, well, that ended excitingly on defense, didn't it? Yeah, it was. It was. It was pretty tough, you know. But we came out with the win. That's all that matters. Yeah, the defense all year has. Uh, we said we're going to have to win games for us, and we get deep in the playoffs. And we're playing some of the best teams in the state. We played them all year. And uh, how did it feel coming out here, you know, against one of the best running backs and shutting them down? I mean, it was good. We limited him to a certain amount of yards, and we just we stopped him. We did the best we can. We gave 110 percent, and we just it's good that we came out to win. Yeah, well, congratulations and get in there and celebrate with your team. All right, thank you. All right, Antonio Henderson, he had a great game. And, you know, if you look at it, this was a total team win because uh, special teams, Joe Robinson, that amazing kickoff return. Johnny had some tough yards. Sloan threw some nice balls when he needed to. And then the defense comes up big. And let's not forget Mr. Nick Knoll, right, Gene? Yeah, Nick Knoll did a great job. The win, you know, ended up not playing much of a factor. Um, on the kick, but when he got underneath it, it's a little high snap, and when he got underneath it, it was perfectly down the middle, and, you know, he's a junior, and we need him to continue to improve. Um, Joe Robinson, you talk about obviously coming out of the, the first half in, or second half and kicking that um, into gear and getting the touchdown on the kickoff return. Joe was standing out here just a few minutes ago, and he completely jumped in the air and did a complete backflip. I saw so that. So <laughs> he's uh, very athletic. So jumping over that guy at the end wasn't too hard. But I think what energized him was when the referees put more time on the clock at the halftime, and Joe depleted a kid on the block on the interception. So, yeah. you know, give the ball to the playmakers. And we talk about Johnny, and you know what? I'll take Johnny's 94 yards all day and a victory. Hey, Gene, uh, if you get a chance and you get over there and find uh, Coach Booth, uh, tell him congratulations from all of us. And it appears we're going to be headed to a popka. They're up 64-48 late in the fourth what? quarter. Four to 48. <laughs> what, did they all hit right, a couple three-pointers or something at the end? <laughs> Unbelievable. All right, so it'll be a popka and manatee. And the ironic thing, again, I'm using the term ironic a lot tonight, aren't I? Um, but... They have four losses. They're the district runner-up, but they will be hosting the state semifinals because that's set in stone who hosts that game. And, again, many people have thought that Manatee would host, but that's certainly just not true. Yeah, Popka is no stranger to us in the playoffs right there. Yeah, no doubt about it. We have had some thrilling, thrilling games. Nothing more thrilling than the 1994 35-34 game in round two. I remember it well. Yeah. All right, Dave, guys, I got Coach Booth here. I just mentioned to him that a pop goes up like 64 to 48, and he just got all excited. Hey, yeah, we uh, – are they asking me a question? Yeah, I get ahead. it. Yeah, yeah. Hey, so congratulations on your first uh, regional championship in your first year here. What did it feel as it, the game kind of got going in the second half and we couldn't stop them? Well, yeah, and that's something that we we, we kind of talked about with, with our guys all week, that Dr. Phillips is a fantastic football team. They're going to play all four quarters. We knew that they like to get in that wildcat formation and, and you know, and kind of overload one side and just and kind of run it down our throat. And, and that's what they were trying to do in that second half. And, and um, you know, to our, to our defensive credit, they hung tough and, and um, 
you know, and particularly in that, that last drive, uh, made a great stand and, and got them, you know, behind the chains a little bit and forced them to throw the ball. And, um, you know, we came up with a nice stop. Yeah, and they did a great job of um, Dr. Phillips' defense limiting Johnny Lang to 94 yards tonight, but the rest of the team kind of rallied around it, made right. some good plays, and Sloan did a great job getting the ball at the right time to the right receiver. Right, and that's, you know, that, that's, the, that's the beauty about our offense is, is you know, we're not so one-dimensional that you, you, take, uh, you, know, you take Johnny out of the game, we can't do anything. We've got some guys out there on the perimeter that can, uh, we can stretch the ball vertically with. We were able to get the ball out on the perimeter on some bubble screens um, and, uh, you know, and move the chains that way. So I thought Sloan did a nice job. We had, uh, we had a, a nine route down here with Kelvin that Sloan put the, the, the ball right on the money. We just ended up missing it. We had the touchdown in the, in the back corner that we, we missed as well. So I thought he threw the ball well, and uh, we were able to move the ball effectively through the air. Right. Well, I think last week talking about what we did with Joe Robinson, uh, excuse me, with uh, – OJ coming up the middle and all that, they really said we're going to shut that down and made us do the way offensively throwing the ball. Yeah, and, and we saw that in, week, uh, in that first week of the playoffs with Fort Pierce. They, they did kind of the same thing of trying to stop Johnny, and, and, uh, and it puts that ownership on, on Sloan and, and our receiving core to, to make the plays through the pass game. And, and we made enough to uh, you know, at least keep them honest and, and balanced defensively, um, and uh, you know, we were able to move the chains that way. As long as they can stop Johnny all they want at 94 yards, as long as we get the W. Hey, Gene, uh, flip the headset to him. I'm going to ask him a quick question. Hey, guys. Hey, Coach. It's Danny hey, Carter here. How you doing, man? Congratulations. I appreciate it, guys. Uh, I want to say, first of all, what a great team effort, offense, defense, and special teams tonight. Yep. Uh, what exactly? Explain to us, because we were kind of confused. What went on with the clock down there during the stretch of the game? I mean, I said, I don't know what they stopped it for to reset it there at the end of the first half. At the first half, yeah, the the, the White Hats was on the the far hash, is what he told me. That it looked like it was a first down. He didn't know quite where they were spotting it, so he stopped the clock um, to get a measurement. When he stopped it and looked at the uh, the game clock, it was at six seconds. Um, nobody knew that. Um, you know, as he was walking in, you know, he, he knew that he stopped the game at six seconds left. And, uh, we didn't. And so uh, they ended up re-putting the, the sec- six seconds back on and, and uh, you know, obviously try to get one more more shot. And we ended up getting an interception. So Yeah, you know, which was a, a nice way to end it. It gave us some momentum kind of going in the half. And, and uh, we were able to, you know, since getting the ball, you know, to start the second half, it, it was nice to get that, that momentum change. Hey, John, um, you know, we got – what appeared to be the go-ahead touchdown from Johnny, and everybody yep. was going crazy. Then the penalty, right. and, man, that put us uh, back where it was a 39-yarder, certainly no chip shot. Right. And Talk about Nick Knoll. He nailed it. Yeah, Nick, uh, what, what a great kick. Um, it, you know, he's really been uh, fantastic for us this whole season. Uh, he's kicked several in, you know, in that 40 to 47 range. Um so I was confident with with giving him the shot, particularly with uh, with the wind. We were uh, in pregame watching him kick and um, you know kicking with the wind. It, he was he was getting back there pretty good. So um, you know I knew we uh, we had a good shot with that. And and, and really you know and all if, if we miss it, at least it goes back to the twenty. So we were going to kind of back them up. So it was it was you know it was one of those things where I, I you know we needed the points. We needed to take a shot, and I was comfortable with Nick doing that. Well, John, uh, go celebrate this big win. It's definitely a pop, so we'll be right back up here next Friday, and we'll see you Tuesday at Hurricane Hotline. That sounds great. Thanks, guys. Okay.
head football coach John Booth. All right, Gene Brown, closing comments from you down on the sidelines. You're probably kind of cold, aren't you? <laughs> He's checked out. <laughs> yeah. I don't blame him. I don't blame him. Uh, well, it was a chilly night here, but a warm finish for the Manatee Hurricanes. Danny, it's uh, back up here for a Popka next week. Looking forward to it. You know, you came into the playoffs, and the idea is just to win in advance, and they've done it again. The Canes will be back over here and hopefully uh, can come over here, pick up another win, and be back one more time for All the right. state finals. Well, great job tonight, Danny. Phil Dudevois with statistics. Gene Brown down on the sidelines. I want to thank uh, everyone involved in tonight's broadcast, especially the man with the plan back at WLSS, Joe Weaver. And I want to say that we're very fortunate that we're going to be bringing you Manatee football for another week. We'll be on the road next Friday right back up here to take on a popka. But first, we'll talk about it all on Hurricane Hotline Tuesday night live from Beefo Brady's. Again, our final, the Manatee Hurricanes win this football game 24-21. You're listening to Manatee Hurricane Football. This is Dave Bristow. Until Tuesday night, so long, everyone. Talk 930 WLSS. Here I am. Rock you like a hurricane. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records to the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.